Welcome to the Tripod Beer Runs. Uh, as always, it's Mangria, Cesar, and Bretsky here to provide you with a bunch of wrestling talk and nonsense. But first, Julius Cesar, how was your week, man? You, you, you're, uh, you're doing this from bed, Mangria? There was no stank. You sound a little sleepy. <laughs> like, did you just finish drinking? Hold on. Let me, take, let me take a nap. Hold on. All right, there you go. Get a little power nap, a little cat nap. <laughs> uh, week was okay, man. It was fucking just a bunch of work. Uh, I got some vacation lined up next week, so I'm getting the shit pushed in this week. Uh, you know how that goes. Uh, but I'm here talking with you ignorant mofos about some razzling, so all is right in the world. The great Bretzky 99, how was your week? Tons of schoolwork, I'm guessing. Uh, not really. Uh, I had a pretty good week. I got done with most of my midterms. Uh, I have one left, but it's a bullshit like 24-hour open note, so take home, so it'll be fine. Um, yeah, I mean, that's really all it was. It was just kind of finishing up midterms, getting, making sure I got all that set up. Um, yeah, that was that was kind of it. Other than that, just kind of watching some wrestling. Well, the same over here, fellas. Let's kick things off. You also had midterms? I did. <laughs> I studied for a urine test. We're going to kick things off with Channel 99 News with the great Bretzky. All right. Um, There's not too much news, but there's three big news is, I guess. Um, First one is that Angel Garza uh, revealed on, I believe, his YouTube channel, uh, all in Spanish, by the way, that he will not need any surgery after he suffered a torn quad at Clash of Champions. Um, he said that they did an MRI and it showed that it was only a small tear. Um, and there were a lot of rumors going around that it was from the Spanish fly that uh, he and Montez Ford did, but he said it did not happen then because uh, he would he didn't feel it then. He said that he he felt the tear and like all the heat happening when they were just having like a regular exchange. They must have like stepped wrong or something like for a punch or something like that. Um, and that's when he tagged out and he told the officials that he couldn't go anymore. That's when they threw up the X, most likely. Um, but yeah, so he he won't need surgery, which hopefully means that he'll be a okay, be okay to come back soon. Um, but yeah, so best of luck to him. What do you what are you guys' thoughts on this? Well, that really sucks, man, because now we're not going to get to see the street profits take on Andrade and Garza for the next two months. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but do you think this is why maybe? Uh, I don't know. Everybody had uh, Garza and Andrade kind of winning this round. Do you think maybe they did and they just had to switch it up? Oh, yeah. You could see Absolutely. it on Dawkins' face. That what shit happened. Like, like, he looked like, what the fuck? What just yeah. happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Andrade kicking out. Yeah. I, I knew something was wrong with Garza, the way he was scuffling out of the ring after uh, he did. I forgot what he did, but he wasn't doing it normal. It looked like he blew his asshole out or something. Like he was being real gentle, like trying to get out of the ring. I thought he shot himself or he had a concussion or something, but apparently it's a torn quad. Hmm. All right. You know, back in the day, uh, they would finish if they had a torn quad. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Torn quad. He didn't even need no surgery. Could have been uh couldn't have been hurt that bad. Yeah. Fucking AEW marks are getting into the <laughs> podcast again. Shit. Put a little, put a little, uh, put a little, little tape on there. Jesus. Cody, uh, Cody would finish his match. Cody's the man. 
Miro damn near broke his foot last week. He still finished the tag match. I mean, I'm just saying. Kip Sabian had a bruise. Uh, yeah, yeah. As big as a plum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The second of three big news is this week uh, is about Kyrie Sane. She's back in the news. Uh, Kyrie Sane has revealed that she will still be working with WWE while she's in Japan. She did not reveal exactly what her role is going to be, but she said that she will, quote, <laughs> train and support WWE from Japan, um, which could only mean good things. A lot of people are thinking that she's going to be recruiting and training um, Japanese women. Uh, but either way, it's really good because she's been known to have good press and that'd be very good to work with. And obviously, as we all know, she's phenomenal in the ring. So this can only be good for WWE, especially to keep her on their payroll, as opposed to Joshi or AEW uh, taking her back. Or taking her in. Uh, so, uh, Cesar, you first. What do you think about that? What do you think about Kyrie saying keeping ties with WWE? Uh, pretty much, this is Vince just throwing money at this bitch not to show up on other programs. Uh, must be nice. Yeah, it must be nice. Or maybe uh, maybe there's the old non-complete cause clause in the old contract. And then she's like, well, we won't be earning money for about, you know, blah, 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 time, but I can still get this asshole to pay me if I train bitches over here who want to go over there. Uh, I can do that. So, hey, get that money how you can, boo-boo. It's Rona. It's crazy times out here. Ain't no job guaranteed. Hell, the man in charge has got the Rona. Uh, you know, it's crazy out here. Streets is wild. Get yours however you can. That's what I said. It is interesting. <laughs> it is interesting, too, too, to see the dynamic because there's no guarantee that she would have gone back to wrestle um, because yeah. she was going back for her husband mainly. So it's interesting to see if it was just like if they because they split amicably. So it'd be interesting to see if they uh, if they really did want just want to keep her away from other promotions or if they really yeah. did want her to train. If it was both, what do you think, Langria? I think it was during the tripod sessions or maybe the first beer runs where uh, Kyrie Sane was uh, retiring, and I said that. Uh, if she still worked for the company that she would warn the other talent not to come to WWE. <laughs> Do you remember me saying that? Yep. Oh, and God. now she's the amb- ambassador in Japan. Now she's going to be like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't go. Well, I mean, that's great. So she went back, she went back just to get some pipe, but she could have got some stronger, longer American pipe over here. And now she's going to be sending bitches off to their doom <laughs> from there over here to the, the evil WWE. I just find that hilarious. Uh, let's let's be honest here, Cesar. She didn't go back to get pipe. She went back to get a sushi roll. Well, I mean, it's a pipe over there. It's a pipe over there. As long as she's still with WWE, I guess that's cool. But it would have been nice to see AEW get some kind of fucking talent or anywhere. She probably would have been happier any other place. But yeah. it's fine. She's young. No, AEW wouldn't have signed her because she's a good female athlete. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, excuse me. Did you guys see Hikaru Shida versus Thunder Rosa? That was the greatest match of all times. I mean, he's not wrong. He is an AW Murphy. He's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that was actually tweeted out like by multiple people. It's the majority of people. It's the majority. Most, most people that was tweeted out. I mean, I understand Jr. having to say it because he works with the company, but that was actually tweeted. And motherfuckers hit send, <sighs> expecting no backlash. That's what's funny. 
JR wasn't even watching the match. He was on yeah. uh, OnlyFans checking out bitches. Yeah. He was trying to look, look up uh, Anna J's OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> JR and Twitter is fucking wild. Like, I find, like, yeah, it'll tweet most, it's like like 80% wrestling, and every now and then, like, like or retweet some like some bitch with like the 200 300 followers who has no only fans <laughs> so fucking wild that old dude horny dude he yeah, is horny right yeah you know, get jr some women man jr a whole ass hooker give her some of that one <laughs> that barbecue oh, strange God almighty. Let's move on as quickly as we can from that into the next news. Um, this is uh, – take this with a, a very big grain of salt because a lot it's about Twitch and Cameo, and a lot of shit that's coming out has been either fabricated or wrong. Uh, but the reports are that WWE plans on taking control of their talents, Cameo, and Twitch accounts going forward. Um, WWE is going to control the uh, – collect the earnings and give the talent a portion back, um, and the income – that income for a talent will have to be listed as money earned from WWE as opposed to money earned on the side. Um, in my, from my perspective, uh, just to give my take before you guys give your take. Um, if it's true, it makes sense uh, to me, at least from a business perspective, because if I remember correctly, whether or not they're independent contractors, if they are still working and under contract for the, the company, and they possess some form of a trade secret, they knowledge of a trade secret or inside secret, which they do because they work for the company, then WWE can legally do this. Um, and because there was the backlash when they came out with that announcement where it's like, oh, don't fucking use your in-ring name. And everyone's like, no, why not? And basically what I see this as has been saying, all right, well, if you're gonna if you're not gonna separate the character that is on my TV show and the person that you are at home, then I'm gonna collect money from the character that's on my TV show playing fucking Fall Guys on Twitch. Um, so you have to imagine that either way, even though the the decrease in income would probably would suck anyway, they're making a fuck ton of money from Cameo and Twitch, so they're still making a lot more. It's essentially like merch sales at this point, so it's so good for them. Um, but in my opinion, it's only getting as much press as it is because it's COVID and because a lot more people are using Twitch and they because they have nothing else to do. Um, but at least from my perspective, it makes sense. Mangria, what do you think about the potential possibility of WWE controlling their talents, Twitch and Cameo accounts? Well, see, Bretsky's speaking from a business perspective here. I'm going to speak out of ig- <clears throat> ignorance because what the fuck, man? Everything Bretsky described when he first started talking about this is WWE wants to be a pimp, and he wants to trick out them hoes on those <laughs> fucking third-party devices and get their cut. I think it's fucked up. Like you said, it's COVID. They're just trying to make their ends, and uh, WWE's got to take a piece of that. I think it's fucked up. Paige, I don't know what Paige is going to do. I saw she was talking about it, too, on hers. It's not like she can fucking wrestle. Uh, she, switched her, uh, she switched her name, though. Oh, she did? It's not. Yeah. Page, it's not real page anymore. It's like a real she's name. dry on that. I it's don't like, know if it still counts, but she's dry. I mean, they don't own her name. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's that's what I think. I, I'm plus. It's I just woke up, so fuck you guys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you Caesar. Uh, I don't think they should be able to do this for the cameo because you get to say what you want. 
on Cameo. It's not like they can reveal a trade secret, motherfucker. <clears throat> write the script and you read it. We all know that. Why would they go out of their way to do that? So unless they did go out of their way to do that, then I understand. Uh, otherwise, I would say no to Cameo because they set their own price on Cameo and they literally say what the person would say. Like somebody asked them a question or we've seen Cameos. I mean, Rhea write, wrote a few. We've heard a few intros. Hell, even you did one, Bretsky. Like, you know, did the God of Goat say anything out of normal or did he say what you wanted him to say? Well, he uh, he did he did my introduction for the faux pod, but then he also said something about you know like fake like, like fake bombs or something like that. I, it was weird. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I don't see it for the cameo, the Twitch. I could see, but then again, there's got to be some exclusions to the rule. Like WWE didn't name AJ Styles, and they didn't name Styles Clash. <clears throat> they can't really control his Twitch. That was the, he he, right. he established that name. Uh, Adam Cole goes under Chugs, which he established years ago on his Twitch. That has nothing to do with Adam Cole, nothing to do with WWE. Now the Selena Vegas, the Pages, those type of people who are coming on now. Um, sure, I, I can understand that. I, I don't know. Xavier Woods might get a pass just because above down on the established WWE thing. I don't know whether they would like dip into his cut. They might just be like, you know what, you can keep yours for giving us all this other content in which you bring people over. Um, other gamers like uh, Dakota Kai, Mia Yim, I don't know how theirs are established. I don't know if it's under their name. Under Asuka. Asuka, yeah, I don't know if it's under Asuka, Asuka is Kanashan. Okay. So, so, she's yeah. Fine, I think. so yeah, I want to say there's got to be exceptions to the rules. Like, if, there, if there's exceptions to the rules, then yes, I understand that. Like, all right, Paige, you couldn't wrestle anymore. You had to retire. They kept finding jobs for you. They, they still wanted you to be a part of the company. Uh, then you started your Twitch, seeing how much people make off Twitch or whatever. And then, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of weird to me because, yeah, they should be able to earn that as side money because they do it on their time. They don't do it on WWE time. It's not like Vince is saying, all right, you, uh, you have to do this on Wednesdays between – Seven and eight, you have to start between then. We want all WWE people. No, man, you do it on your own time. Like they wrestle when when non runner they wrestle your crazy ass uh, schedule, and they still find time on their personal time to run their Twitch. So I can't see it that way, but I can't see it your way. The business aspect, you're still using my name, so I should at least get a cut. But I feel like he should get a small. He should get the small cut. They should get the big cut because it's their personal time, even though it's his name. That's how I feel. I think that'll inevitably happen um, because it's because of just the idea of the press anyway, but I feel like they still want to, like, like I said, like, like Zelina Vega's on there and she's kind of not thinking and haphazardly replying to like questions. She goes, Oh yeah. So the finish, the finish of SummerSlam is going to be, I win the title. And it's like, Holy, like what the fuck are you doing? No, like don't right. say, they, because that could very easily happen. Um, True. It could. But then again, if you're in character, you're always going to say you're going to win. So, yeah, but where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line between if Selena Vega is running a Twitch and then she all of a sudden goes into it like somebody asked that question, she talks like this way. You know, she has like 85 different accents. But if she all of a sudden turns <laughs> into that fucking New York, you know, my dude, of course Selena Vega is going to win the fucking title. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, she turns into character. Is that really giving out a trade secret or is that just her character? like popping off so it, it's a double-edged sword kind of 
Out of oh, her, of course, out yeah. of her four hundred accents, her Rosie Perez is my personal favorite. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's definitely a fine line. It, 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 both sides are valid, but it's definitely it's interesting to see like if this is true, what the exceptions are, what right. the specific like percentages of cuts are. Because right. like you said, like Zelina Vega and her accent is going to be like, oh yeah, of course I'm going to win. But Zelina Vega playing with her cats and and like kissing Alistair Black on Twitch, all of a sudden going, oh yeah, so I'm going to win the title. That's that's completely that's, yeah, that's so completely completely draws. totally different. But yeah, those are the rules. I I want to say it should be like a it should be like a one strike rule. Like, all right, fine, we'll, we'll give you the leniency. We'll give you maybe eighty twenty. The person keeps eighty. The company takes twenty. But you start you fuck up once, and it's gonna go like ninety five five, and we're gonna script you on what you can say on your own Twitch. Wait, are they taking the WWE's gonna take the majority? No, 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 no. 80-20 isn't the, the... No, no, no. We're not saying that, but I think that... Wait, yo, yeah. I think you, you, you switched the numbers, Cesar. Oh, sorry. Wait. You said first it'd be 80-20, and then if they fuck up, it's 95 Well, no, yeah, but like 80-20 being like the person keeps 20, but if they fuck up, then WWE takes 95 and they get five. Like, I'm just going to pay you to be on your Twitch. Like, I'm going to give you a small cut because you fucked up and broke my trust. But at first, I'll take a smaller cut. I'm saying if I'm WWE... And I'm oh. talking to you. You have the Twitch under my brand with my, you know, with your name under my brand. Fine. At first, I'll give you 80% of what you earn. You just owe me 20. But if you fuck up, I'm taking 95% of what you make and only giving you five and I'm scripting you. You broke my trust. So I got to punish you. Right. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, that's it for news, uh, by the way. That, that's, uh, that's all we got. There was... Very minimal news, but very, very heavy news. Well, thank you again to Channel 99 News. Always a great job. And now let's move on to the subject of the week. The subject of this week is our top choice of who we thought WWE shit the bed, a.k.a. dropped the ball on uh, a certain talent of our choice. I'll just go first because, yeah, yeah. they, he debuted on uh, NXT January 16th, 2013, won the inaugural NXT Tag Team Championships with Oliver Gray, never to be heard from again, <laughs> went on to feud with Bo Dallas, and eventually won the NXT title at NXT Arrival, beating Bo Dallas in a ladder match. On March 30th, 2015, he debuts on Raw <clears throat> in a cape, Lost his first name. The man that gravity forgot. A Kmart superhero looking dude. Uh, he had the Vince had him feuding with the fucking luchas and, and everyone who looked like an idiot superhero. He did win a Slammy for Breakout Star of the Year. Uh, and then December, Neville turns heel, joins the cruiserweight division, and became cruiserweight champion at the Royal Rumble in 2017. He then lost it to Enzo at No Mercy via Low Blow. Neville's final appearance on WWE TV was on 205 Live, where he defeated Davari, then was attacked by Enzo with the crutch. Of course, my pick being Adrian Neville. Um, This was a big talk about dropping the ball big time because we've seen what he's done in... um, AEW and that character 
in AEW, if if that character had been in WWE, I think he could have been possibly the next Daniel Bryan. Uh, Adrian Neville, I don't know if you guys remember or not, but when they did the first UK tournament um, for the UK championship, he was challenged by Tommy End, otherwise known as Alistair Black. That's right. And he defeated Alistair Black, who's more than twice his size. This dude had all the tools. He, he, you know, he wasn't an expert at promos, but I mean, you you wouldn't be able to tell that on AEW because he nails them every time. But you know, the scripted WWE bullshit, they wouldn't let him be himself. So I think uh, WWE missed a huge opportunity here to capitalize on Neville's true talents. Uh, he could have carried that cruiserweight division to this day. Enzo, just because you brought some eyes, because Enzo's a fucking idiot. That's it, it was disrespectful to Neville and the cruiserweight division. It did get the eyes, but um, Neville, I, I, I guess, I guess it's a good thing he left because they probably would have buried him further, just like Rusev. Uh, that's my pick, uh, Bretsky. What is your pick? Well, I know the easy way out, as Cesar said in our chat, is to just look at AW's roster. Um, but I, I went a little different. I thought, who, who, that is, who is not wrestling anymore that we have not heard from in a while that, we really, that they really dropped the ball on? And I thought, how about Caitlyn? Oh. Caitlyn, former Divas champion. Yeah. But I feel like she was always – if she were in now – some of the matches she could have with Charlotte, Rhea Ripley, and Mercedes Martinez, you know, all these people, even like Becky, Sasha, you know, all mm-hmm. that. This has been great. I think she was very underrated. She was very different for her time. Um, and it's a shame that she didn't stick around for a little bit longer because she left like right before um, women started being taken far more seriously. Yeah. Uh, and I think she could have had a lot of, a lot of great success, a lot of great matches with a lot of different people. But, yeah. She had the championship. She came in with AJ Lee. That was they were all best friends. AJ definitely got more, much, much more of the shine than Caitlyn did. Yeah. Um, when you think of AJ and Caitlyn, he's always AJ far, far ahead than Caitlyn. Um, she's clearly doing well for herself now. But I do think that if she, if she had been used properly, and maybe, maybe, uh, she could have even kickstarted the like the Divas Revolution, whatever they called it initially, mm-hmm. on the main roster while Paige and Emma were doing it on on NXT. Uh, I, I really would have loved to see her with the likes of, like I said, like Charlotte, Mercedes Martinez, those kinds of people uh, now. I think she could have been a great fit. Is that Celeste Bonin, the, the chick with the titties all over the internet? Yeah. Yep. The one Big E's always drooling over and working out with. <laughs> Cesar, who is your pick? Well, if I got to pick anybody, anybody. Cody Jarrett. I was just going to say Cody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if I, I mean, we we don't want to get the marks back in. We don't want to get the marks back in. But well, um, what was that? <laughs> Excuse me. His name was Stardust. If I gotta pick anybody, and they fucking dropped the ball. I'm gonna pick a guy who was having championship matches in another promo. He came over to NXT. He got disrespected when he got pulled up to the main roster. He is a guy who could have been champ, could have been great champs, and after he's had a hard day in the ring. He likes to pick out a hot-ass fan out of the crowd and have some nasty, sweaty sex in the back of an 86 Impala. 
It is the one. It is the only. It is EC3. Definitely dropped the ball with that guy. Uh, he got punished for trying to make Dean look bad because Vince just didn't like Dean because he was leaving, and it didn't turn out. And so they just were like, fuck him. I mean, that's that's just – I mean, I, I get it, Bretzky. It's, it's a great business to work for, but that's just bad business right there, bro. That's some petty shit. No, you're right. You can't you can't waste you're talent right. on some petty shit. Um, so he is my. I had I had a few I had a few you know honorable mentions, but that guy has to go number one just because he took the shit I was trying to give him, and he actually answered one day. I respect him for it, but I still think he like to fuck hot fans in the back of '86 Impala. Who doesn't? Who wouldn't want to fuck a hot fan in the back of '86 Impala or an '83? Yeah, the or an '87. The also the also ran list would be. A fucking scroll that Jericho could roll out with his <laughs> thousand and four submission moves. Or WWE or dropped Jericho. the ball on so many people, man. <laughs> I also had young AJ on my list. AJ Styles or AJ Lee? AJ Styles, young AJ Styles. Before he, before they like let him go, and he became yeah. phenomenal AJ Styles in TNA, which nobody really knows about. But he could have been that phenomenal guy during the Attitude Era which could have only enhanced so many people, which is crazy because the Attitude Era is probably one of the best eras. So it's it's just, you know, I don't know how, how else you can explain that. Well, good, good choices, fellas. Now let's move on to the week breakdown. I'm going to go with AEW first since Whoa. we have our NXT predictions uh, after that. Yeah. So... Uh, Dynamite kicks off with Excalibur, JR, and Taz on commentary. Absolute Ricky Starks versus Darby Allen. Uh, there was a weird d- video of a dude pushing a body bag down the slide. <laughs> that was incredibly out of place. I laughed my ass off when they showed that. Uh, Darby counters the spear with a guillotine choke. That was pretty badass. Uh, hits suplex on the Starks on the apron which is the hardest part of the ring, gentlemen. Uh, if you didn't know. If you didn't know. Cage, Very good. Interesting. Cage tries to get in ring. Will Hobbs for the save. Darby springboards off of ropes towards Starks. He answers with a spear counter in midair. That was pretty fucking sweet. But Darby does uh, eventually win with the coffin drop. Cesar, what did you think of the opening of Dynamite this week? I thought it was a really good, really good, really good match. Uh, Taz on commentary being, not being a commentator, just being like all about Team Taz. Yeah, get in there, Cage. Bust him up. Uh, so your guy could lose the match. Uh, okay. Um, uh, no, it was a very good match. I like I liked the counters that they had. Uh, these guys flow very well together. Darby was being Darby looked like he was going more for the submission the entire match, going for the pain and the hurt versus going for the win. Uh, I think what he countered a coffin drop with the knees and then tried to turn it into something. Uh, yeah, this match was great. Bretsky thoughts? Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree with that. I um, I don't like Will Hobbs being with with this stuff though. I like Will Hobbs more. Um, I think so. I saw someone commented or, or talked about it um, when he first debuted at 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 uh, the pay per view in the in the battle mm-hmm. royal. But uh, it really cool. I want him to be like the bodyguard or like the valet, not the valet, but like the party valet, the party bodyguard for a uh, private party. Um, <laughs> that would be really cool because they need 
especially if they're going to be doing shit with the inner circle, they need like a, a someone to match Hager. So I, I would like to see Will Hobbs with that, especially in a more prominent role. Um, I also would have liked to see Ricky Starks versus Darby Allen, um, not like on a not on a throwaway dynamite. But other than those two negatives, I agree this was a very good match, a very fun way to open the show. Uh, Taz on commentary, just being Taz and being completely biased is always fun. Uh, yeah, everything you guys said, I really enjoyed it. Cesar, look at Bretsky over here, WWE booking, keeping all the black guys together. Yeah, you know, hey, you wait, know wait, hey, hey, it's hey. Gotta, you got to WWE hey. book it, baby. That's all he knows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry that I that I saw someone else's comment on Instagram that wasn't AW Mark comment for the first time, <laughs> and I got excited. Okay. He's got, I mean, you know the thing I notice about Will Hobbs is how weird his chest looks. Hey, does his chest look weird? He's got them. He's got them. He's got them moves. Oh yeah, he's big as shit. Uh, after this, this is uh, Caesar's favorite moment of the night. Cody comes out. Oh yeah, yeah. I was. I was. Uh, I was uh, six to midnight when I heard the music. <laughs> Cody cuts a promo. Yeah, Cody comes out. It's just like I'm. Just like I'm eating blue chew. Bang. We just. <laughs> we shake hands because we need each other. Talking like his tongue too big for his mouth. Uh, turns down Mr. Brody Lee's challenge. Never mind. Fakes us out. Accepts. Hey, but what, what was he wearing, MBL? though? What was he wearing? I'm trying to figure out wh- what is M. Oh, Mr. Brody Lee. I was like, what the fuck? Why did I abbreviate that? <laughs> MBL? Did you really have, like, MBL? MBL. Mr. Brody Lee comes out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you, you were too drunk to write like even Brody Lee or MB Lee or something. Brody. <laughs> I like how I like how drunk Mangria writes in code yeah. and sober Mangria has to figure it out. It out. Yeah. Wait, this is great. This is the meaning of both worlds. This is not just sober Mangria. This is sober just woke up yeah. Mangria versus drunk Mangria. Yeah, like it's so hungover. Like, what kind of fuck yeah. shit was I on on Wednesday? It's fucking hungover Mangria trying to figure out drunk Mangria's lettering on Wednesday. <laughs> I feel like sober you would have figured this out like very quickly. Like your brain is not firing. <laughs> I got all cylinders yet. And you're like, the fuck did I right here? <laughs> You know when you try to start your car sometimes and it goes click click yeah, click click, yeah. click 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 that's that's me yeah. uh currently. Yeah, like damn, do I leave the lights on again? This is some fuckery. Well, we get a uh pull apart, a classic pull apart segment from MBL. Well, and it was not classic. <laughs> this shit went on for like 10 minutes. And Cody, uh, it was the locker room empties, pull apart, Brandy comes out with their action figure upper ass jumps on the dark order Anna J attacks uh, Nyla attacks some redhead I don't know who it was uh, Mr. Brody Lee staring daggers into the challenger JR said uh, uh, Bretzky what do you think about this pull apart segment did they ever actually pull apart because what I saw was they're still fighting 10, right now it was, it was 10 minutes of, uh, of, of basically every Brock Lesnar build up segment um, You're not lying. I except Brock Lesnar takes on everyone by himself, yeah. <laughs> which makes it fun. Um, yeah, whenever Cody comes out, I immediately think of Caesar and how happy he is. <laughs> so um, I was I was happy that he got a lot of Cody Jarrett on his TV screen, uh, just because I know it made him really happy inside. But um, 
I'm I'm still I'm still very happy with the black hair. I'm still happy that I don't that it takes away from that fucking ugly ass neck tattoo that he has. Mm-hmm. Um, I I this is this dog collar match. Have they have they I, I'm I've, unless I missed it. Have they actually not explained what it is? No, it's we're gonna find out. Like uh, they like, assume we out. all know already. Yeah, then we're gonna find out. Like we uh, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you, so I said last week, some kind of BDSM shit. Like, Brandy comes out walking Cody on a dog leash. Yeah. Again, Anna Jay's walking Brody MBL on a dog leash. Oh, it's going to be weird shit. Um, but, yeah, it's either going to be very good or very bad, and there's no in between. So I don't know whether or not I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I guess we'll see. But, uh, yeah, this, uh, this should not have gone on as long as it did. And Cody, well, I guess while he was taking time off, uh, forgot how to – Get words out crap properly, so you know. Yeah, Caesar, we'll, we'll who was Nyla attacking? Uh, Nyla, I don't know who that bitch was attacking. Probably uh, she was beating up some redhead. Yeah, I don't know who some redhead that bitch was. that was holding. Uh, they said her name too. I can't remember. Oh, they did. Yeah, they said her name. If you go back and listen, they said that bitch's name. But uh, uh, it's uh ten forty one on a Saturday. If you guys are listening at home. And uh, on Saturdays we don't we don't vibe check. So here is your beer for the beer. <laughs> well, what did you think of Cody's uh, attempt to cut a promo and then pull apart segment Caesar? Caesar, Brett, you there, buddy? You there, Caesar? I thought everyone dropped off. I was like, I'm so alone. <laughs> Oh man, I don't know if I don't know if Cesar uh, is, is dropped or if he's just going to get a beer. I have no idea. <laughs> no idea what's happening. I know Cesar. He likes to move around a lot when he's talking, so maybe uh, the connection dropped off a little bit. Yeah, it could be. Or he just refuses to talk about Cody Jarrett. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Oh yeah, he said his Wi-Fi died. Oh okay. It still says he's in here, though. That's weird. Oh, okay. Now he's not. <laughs> Jeez. As you say it. Um, I'm going to get you talking about the next segment while I invite him. Uh, talk about uh, Tony Skiv. Oh, this is funny. This is funny. Talk about Tony Skivone interviewing FTR and Tully. Oh, God. Oh, God. We need Cesar in here for this. <laughs> This is, this is, this is a Caesar critical thing. All I know is that, it, well, no, no old, no old person speaking will ever top Jake Roberts saying that you can't nut. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just, I'm just waiting. I, I'm truly, and whenever I see one of these old timers on the screen, I'm thinking like, that's the bar. That's the bar is the Jake Roberts. You can't nut promo. And this game, <laughs> this game very close. I, uh, I love AEW's uh, Instagram. They posted a picture of, of Tony and just like, is Tony okay? And it was fucking, fucking funny. Dude, um, when he got super kicked, uh, this was a lot of laugh out loud moments for me um, this, this night because the way Tony took the super kick, it was just so funny. And then JR's reaction to it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so funny. Oh, That's my God. I'm called for <laughs> JR trying to be the moral compass of AEW while he retweets uh fucking he's saying he's saying he hopes they Hannah J has a wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was uncalled for Excalibur. 
that's only th- I only wrote two lines, but there was so much in that segment that made me laugh um, with FTR and Tully. But uh, did you notice that Nick hasn't been around for two weeks now? Matt has been the one who's been on TV. Like last week, wasn't it? Uh, he he broke Tony's phone, Tony's cell phone last week, and then this week he super kicks Tony. It's only been Matt Jackson. Yeah, you're right. I didn't, I didn't even I didn't even think of that. So you're right, forehead Buck has been missing. I wonder if he's got forehead the Rona. Buck. <laughs> <laughs> forehead Buck. That's right. That's what we're calling him from now on. Forehead Buck. Is Caesar uh? message back in uh, Instagram or no? Uh, he said, my Wi-Fi just died. Send me the link. Or resend the link. Okay, I sent it twice. But, um, well, after this little... Oh, there he is. Oh, there you go. Cesar. Yeah, good. We're, 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 we need you here for this one, Cesar. We're going over the uh, Matt Jackson super... <laughs> oh, I just wanted to say before our, the Wi-Fi died in my house that MBL and Cody were both wearing suits, unlike Tony Khan's I will always bring that up, <laughs> that the vice president dresses better than the president, even though the president pays him. All right, going forward. Simone uh, was talking to the revival uh, backstage. Hey, they're right. actually right. named right. And you know what, you know what, Mark? Sorry. So, Skivon was talking to fuck the revival backstage. Fuck the revival backstage, yeah. And um, all he did was mention the Bucks. And I don't know, the Bucks got a kind of a, I don't know who they're hanging out with. Must be hanging out with Will Hobbs. They got a black people mentality. Keep my name out your mouth. You mention my name, I'm going to pull up and fuck you up. I don't know who threw that other super kick because we only saw one of the Bucks on camera. So I know that was just some like weird ass time. Maybe it was Jungle Boy or somebody with some pink pants on. I don't know. But I thought it was funny. When you said black people mentality, does that mean. Um... Yeah, of course. That's what we do. Even if even if we ain't got it, even if we ain't got it, man, you fake <laughs> it until you make it. Yeah, 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 man. You go get that <laughs> loan from the bank joke. just to kick somebody in the face and throw money at them. Yeah, that's a totally that's totally black people shit. Fucking up the church's money. <laughs> well, after this, SCU, SCU was interviewed by Dasha. SCU. And we get a very fucking random Sean Spears creeping on the curtain saying, good luck, which didn't even pay off during this uh, match that came up. But Cesar, joins commentary and his nameplate says very unprepared with his whiskey in hand. As we we predicted last week, by the way. FCU versus F. I don't. I don't. I didn't, I didn't like that nameplate because he showed up what with whiskey, say, so he was very prepared. That's all Hangman needs. <laughs> exactly. Hey, I showed him no notes. Show up. You know, I take notes after I watch it. If I'm going live, baby, live, <laughs> I'm showing up with a cup of whiskey. I, he was. He was suited. He was booted. He had whiskey. I figure Hangman was very prepared. That nameplate was wrong. And compared to Omega, Hangman eight was times, a eight times. Times. Wait, I thought Hangman, I thought Omega was supposed to have a match this week. Was I just drunk or did I miss it? Yeah. Well, we okay. know you were drunk, but no, you didn't miss it. <laughs> uh, Cash pretends to be tripped by Chris Daniels. The ref throws him out. Hangman asked him to bring him <laughs> yeah. another drink as he's leaving. That was fucking funny. Uh, 
clever double team by FTR on outside of the ring. Dax brings mm-hmm. back his night night taunt. I loved how he did that in WWE. Um, love the sprinting cutoff FTR does to block the tags. Yeah. Like they run and slide on their knees mm-hmm. to, to split the ring. It's pretty sweet. Uh, Kazarian does a jackknife. Northern Lights double mm-hmm. pin attempt on both FTR. That was pretty sweet. Uh, we see stereo cutters yep. from SCU to FTR. To- Tolly holds Cash's arms to prevent him from being pinned. Tolly not thrown out? The fuck, ref? Then Tolly holds down Scorpio Sky's foot as Cash pins Sky, while Sky's other foot kept hitting the bottom rope. So not only was he being held <laughs> down, but his fucking foot was hitting the rope. What the fuck, ref? Uh, we'll go with uh, Cesar before he dropped off. Uh, I thought it was what a good tag match. Tag uh, second AEW shirt I would ever buy is the Christopher Daniel shirt, where it's like this is a this is a waste of a year or some shit like that. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I was like, this was a t- it's it's something funny where he just says like the year of shit. Yeah, yeah, like this is the worst year, year I've ever year lived I've in. Ever yeah, lived in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second AEW merch I would ever buy after the shots T-shirt. Uh, yeah, this match was great. I guess the twenty minutes of uh, fame or whatever the fuck shit they're calling it. Yeah, whatever, nigga. Uh, greatness. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought this was a good match. Um, yeah, you know they're they're gonna get the wins here. Uh, yeah, they just wanted to beat SCU because they were the first ever. Like it really fucking matters. They're they're really not even a team anymore. Scorpio wants to be single, and and uh, Daniels and Kazarian are the ones going after the tag title. So they'll probably even up fighting them later down the line or some fuckery. So, uh, but no, good match though. Not mad at it. The, the great Bretzky, 99, your thoughts? Yeah, uh, same here. I was a little surprised to see Scorpio in there because uh, I think we talked about it last week. I, I thought it would be, uh, you know, Daniels and, and Kazarian. But nonetheless, <clears throat> I, yeah, Hangman on commentary. Uh, I think the last time he nice. was on commentary drunk was New Year's episode. Um, fucking always on, on point drunk Hangman on commentary. Uh, I just, I just, I kind of want like Jr. to say one of those really bad Jr. things that he says, and drunk Hangman is like, "What the fuck did you just say?" Like, you know, one of those. Yeah. No, he, he ain't wasting no whiskey. whiskey. He ain't wasting no whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, you're not gonna, oh, you're not gonna true. waste whiskey. That's true. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, exactly. I mean, it was a good way to start the whole brush with greatness thing. Um, because if they started with like a really shit match, then it would have. Then, then no people wouldn't normal people wouldn't have been excited for it, and if they started with a absolute banger, then they would never live up to that expectation. So it was a very good, uh, slightly above average way to to kick off this whole brush of greatness thing. Um, like Cesar said, I ain't mad at it. The tournament was announced for the number one contendership for the AEW title. Uh, they mentioned Kenny Omega's in it. Hangman then leaves commentary. Boo. Uh, yeah, after the we're not going to discuss we get that. Isaiah we're not going to discuss that. Private party. Bitch, the writing's on the wall. It's going to end up being Kenny versus Hangman in the finals. Like, we're not going to discuss that. Brett, <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> it's going to be Kenny and Hangman in the finals. No, no, I think it's going to lead up to full gear, and like the winner will be announced at full gear. I think it's going to, yeah, because full gear is like three or four weeks away. So I think all eight people will be in. They'll start having matches. 
just like they did with the the TNT tournament thing. Like it's gonna lead up on Dynamite, and then the finals will be at a pay per view. Candy versus yeah. Hangman will be very good. Um, for both of you, because especially Cesar. Um, but we, you guys, were, we were all mad that they wasted a tournament on Cody versus uh, Archer just to get to that when they didn't need a tournament uh, or a title. What do you do? You think that having the tournament? I mean, obviously it could change, but having do you think having the tournament to set up Kenny versus Hangman? Well, they still have idea, a bad idea. Okay. What do you think about that? Hold on a second. Let, let me drop my two cents because I got to take a shit. Uh, Kenny versus uh, Hangman. I don't. I, I just think it's going to be a uh, great storytelling leading up to it. Uh, yeah, I'm looking this, forward to it. Okay, this will actually like be <laughs> great storytelling because the lead up to it will be like, Hangman's going to be like, yo, are you, are, you, are you serious? Like, can we get over this? Like, he'll even be like, fine, we'll, we'll fight for the title or even put some fuck shit on the line. Like, fine, Kenny, if you win and you get to shroud the title and you win the title, you know, we're done. But if I win, uh, I don't really even want the title. I'm trying to still be a team and buddy, buddy. I fucked up, Kenny, and all that other fuck shit. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so it could lead, it could lead that way, or Hangman's just gonna be really pissed because Kenny's gonna be like talking shit after the matches, like he used to do in New Japan. And if he's talking shit after the matches, like I told you, I'm gonna win. I don't care if, if I see, you know, Jungle Boy, Hangman, or whatever the fuck. And then, you know, obviously it's going to be them two at a pay-per-view. They're going to put on a fucking clinic. Um, This could be uh, – excuse me. This could be Hangman's get back into the title picture himself because, I mean, as we all know, he fought Jericho for the to be the first-ever champ. So they obviously see great talent in Hangman. So uh, I don't know. We'll uh, – I guess we'll figure that out at the pay-per-view. Yeah, I agree. I think this is a much better situation mm-hmm. to have a tournament than uh, Cody and Archer had no. But, uh, Cody and Archer like just came in with Jake, Cody? and they really had no. I guess it did have build, but I don't know. I guess they just built it wrong. It wasn't like I wasn't excited for their build. Like, it was... yeah, see, like, the, yeah, they needed a title, which is fine, but the tournament was crap because you knew who was gonna. I don't know. You just knew they were gonna meet because it was personal. And I guess Kenny and Hangman is personal too, but they're fucking too good in the ring. Damn, he got the flush in. That's a fucking movie. Uh, Kenny and Kenny and Hangman will still have great matches along the way, which I don't even think Murderhawk had good matches along the way, except for what one with Dustin, I think. Dustin. Yeah, because it was good. They, yeah, they built yeah, that's what it was. It was all jobbers, and now like. They're gonna build it if they build it with fucking talent that can actually have great matches along the way. Then you don't mind that. Well, plus, yeah, plus we knew Kenny was gonna, plus I, we knew I, Cody was gonna um, win. Whoever wins, we that. knew Cody Jarrett was gonna win. We don't know who's gonna win this. It's gonna be Hangman Kenny, but who actually gets to go on and have the match with oh Moxley? Because we know that fucker's not gonna lose until I don't know. He's not gonna lose until after four years. Well, let me curse one of them. Uh, Omega's gonna win. Yeah, okay, but Hangman's a drunk. Like him and him and fucking Mox could actually have like a shot for shot in the fucking ring match. I don't know, man. Like every ten minutes, they got to start drinking, and then 
I was just thinking Omega would probably turn heel uh, officially against Hangman, like kicking him in a Nards or something. I don't know. Yeah, they could do that. I think that would be interesting. You could have, you could easily have Omega take it off Mox, and then like Hangman yeah. has a redemption yeah, you story. Could. And he uh, takes yeah, it off Omega. it could work. After the commercial break, we get Isaiah Cassidy from Private Party uh, versus Le Champion, Chris Jericho. Uh, of course, they come out with their entourages. Uh, the crowd sings along with Jericho. Uh, after multiple face shoves from Jericho, Isaiah fed, fed up with the disrespect. He's disrespecting him. Starts beating <laughs> down Jericho. Um, the fight taken to outside. Jericho sent over barricade. Luther shoved for no reason. Luther then clotheslines Jericho no back over no barricade. DQ. No DQ. What the fuck, ref? The disrespect there from the ref. Guy. Whatever, ref. <laughs> <laughs> Isaiah then does a crazy corkscrew dive onto inner circle. During commercial, picture in picture, Jericho gets, gains the upper hand. Isaiah gains steam, but Hagar hits him in back. Eventually, Isaiah oh, yeah. hits Lion Salt and Codebreaker. Disrespect there, too. This injury. match is full of it. Uh, he... <laughs> this oh, is because he, no, he reversed the Lion Salt and then hit a Lion Salt. <laughs> the disrespect there. <laughs> he tries to jump onto Jericho, but Jericho counters with one hell. Of a Judas effect, pin for the win, Bratsky. What did you think of this matchup? Man, the Judas effect always looks so good, and that's probably because it's either it's either hurt right. a little bit. Serious, or a serious question. Because, serious question. Who throws it better, Andrade or Jericho? Yeah, Andrade's Andrade's looks so good. That big boot, and then just and then and I feel like Andrade gets way better pop. Like slapping his chest or whatever. Even though Dad Jod, even though yeah. Dad bought Dad Jod, Dad bought Jericho, like can slap the fat and get a good pop. I feel like Andrade's pop is way better every single time. And and every time Andrade hits his, yeah, I'm, I'm like, yo, he's fearful. I'm like, he just clocked that bitch. Hit. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Did he? He knocked someone out legit, didn't he? That's how he, he knew Japan. He knocked him out for real. I believe he actually knocked someone out. I can't remember who it was, but it was on nice. uh, Raw. I think you're right. Yeah, and also, like, when I see Andrade do it, yeah, every like now the, and the then Judas I'll think, effect. oh, fuck. Like, he should be like, oh, man. No, that, the disrespect there. What if he, like, pins somebody with it? <laughs> um, no, but, yeah, I mean, uh, it was it was fine. I, I still would have rather see yeah. uh, uh, Mark Quinn, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Fucking. This is a yeah, certified match. Fucking. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I know it's all to set up Luther, Luther and Jericho because Jericho mm. wanted to do with Luther for his 30th anniversary because they're friends. But uh, fucking. Oh my god, you're getting me on that same fucking rant again about AEW <laughs> and the fucking rules. God damn it! Every fucking week. Every week. I'm not, you know what? No, 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 do it. Let it go. Time. Hey, let them go through the fucking time. Today. Come to the dark side. They refuse come, come to, the dark side, to DQ somebody. They come fucking come refu- their arms are crossed and they come on. refuse come on. to de- DQ come somebody. Come over here, man. Come on. Come on. It's plenty of room over here, man. <laughs> plenty of room. You motherfuckers. You 
you are going to have JR sit there on commentary if a, if a heel grabs the foot and say, oh, what, what is this, Excalibur? This, this isn't some bitch showing her tits. This is, some, this is a DQ. And all of a sudden, you have fucking Luther attacking Jericho, and Jericho's a heel, so you don't say shit about it. You don't say jack shit. You don't say jack shit when Mox hits someone with a chair and it's a regular one-on-one singles match on a throwaway dynamite. But you care if fucking like Anna Jay goes up on the ropes and distracts the ref so Brody Lee can so I'm sorry, MDL or MBL can hit someone else with some fucking move. This is absolute fuck shit. You have it in a fucking contract that FTR is the only team that's required to use the tag ropes. What the fuck is that about? What is that about? Shut the fuck up. All of you with all your rules. Oh, oh, we're different. We're the alternative. The only alternative you are is the alternative for fucking idiocy. Because that is fucking fuck shit right there. How you have no rules. You don't give a fuck about maintaining any any form of consistency with rules. Go fuck And that was a fuck shit certified uh, moment of the week. Brought to you by the great Bretzky 99. Every fucking week. 99. Is that yeah, your final really? thought, Bretsky? <laughs> yeah. That. Okay. Let's move on before he gets heated. <laughs> uh, well, actually, it's not over. The inner circle tries to jump Isaiah. Uh, Mark Quinn and Hardy uh, for the save. Then Jericho and Hagar attack Luther and Serpentico. Apparently, that's going to be a match next week. Um, Kip Sabian and Miro at Dave and Buster's still planning the bachelor party. And then some fucking vampire-looking uh, Skeletor fucking shows up, and we're all expected to know who that was. I had to look it up. Billy Mitchell is going to help plan Stood on the bachelor party. Exactly. Billy Mitchell was the star, well, in a documentary about the King of Kong. He currently held the title for highest score ever on Donkey Kong, but then he got called out Donkey Kong. It's a bunch of stupid shit. I, I don't understand hold on, hold on, why they expected us to know that. Who the hold who on. the fuck would know that offhand besides maybe hold a on. Oh, look at the guy on. from Donkey Kong documentary. Yeah, exactly. Not even a quarter hold of their the audience fucking... would know who the fuck that skeletal fucking phone. white Time out, is. Time out. Donkey Kong on what? The fucking arcade game? The very How first the fuck they Donkey Kong arcade game. game. I'm not, I'm not wasting two hours. I, I don't really don't know how you hack an arcade game. <laughs> Can you hack an arcade game? You know how old that shit is? Who fucking figures out that there's a cheat code in a cons- in a fucking arcade game? There's a stick in like a... I don't even know if there's buttons. There's a start on Donkey Kong. You just go left, right, and up. How did nigga figure out the cheat code? How do you hack a whole arcade game? Jesus Christ. I know he's. I mean, it's pre-internet. How, do you, how did he find? How do you time? hack a Donkey Kong game pre-internet? Kong. It's pre-internet. I can't cheat shit pre-internet. <laughs> Bitch, Grand Theft Auto. You got to either buy the instruction manual, which is another forty-five dollars, or you got to look on YouTube and see who's cheating. Oh, what the fuck? What? I can't yeah. wait to see Two Billy Mitchell in future segments. Of the, but still, that's going to bring still, all the rain. These niggas is renting out a whole Dave and Buster's for this segment. You had to rent out a Dave and Buster's for this segment because you saw nobody else in that Dave and Buster's. 
There's two people in that Dave and Buster. You had to rent out a whole Dave and Buster's. You had to fire up the grills and put some cheese sticks in for Miro's big ass, probably, and rent out a whole Dave and Buster's and find some cracker who hacked an arcade game, Donkey Kong, pre-internet. Pre-internet. Hell, I'm I'm from arcade games and going to the mall where you had to get 10 bucks and quarters. And I don't even know who this fuck boy is. All right. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm aging myself, but I don't know who this fuck boy is. And you bring this random fuck boy, fly his ass down to Florida, rent out a whole Dave and Buster's for a two minute segment. And and you talking about you gonna beat WWE. Yeah, must have been fuck, I keep forgetting these contracts have these weird rules. Everybody gets a weird <laughs> rule in their contract. Jericho is probably like, I can beat up anybody in the crowd and get to no DQ. Tully's like, I get to cheat, but other people don't get to cheat. Uh, FT, FTR, fuck the revival has a, we get the tag ropes. And uh, Miro's like, I get to rent out random big ass restaurants and have uh, fuck boys who can cheat at arcade games show up in my promos. <laughs> I guess I don't know. And where's Vanelli before this week? Wait, was she was she breaking people up outside? I can't remember. She probably was. Bretsky, thoughts on Billy Mitchell? I just can't believe that you two didn't immediately yeah, recognize. Some, somebody, I'm surprised not one Mark <laughs> didn't tweet that. I'm, I I I kind of want to look for it now. Yeah, now, now that I'm, I'm definitely going to YouTube. As soon as I, as soon as I get I, off this shit, I'm YouTubing I, I, Billy Mitchell and figure out how this fucker hacked the arcade machine pre-internet. That's that's all I want. But hey, hey yeah, they, you know what? They're getting they're yeah, generating I mean, but, but interest but from you. It's just, but it's not. It's not it going to make me tune in to it AEW works. next week. I'm only going to tune in. What if you What if he acts in the wedding? What yeah, I don't really give shit about this fucking wedding. It's a wrestling wedding. I just. Hey, Cesar, Billy Mitchell. He had a suit on. He, that's three people Kong. that we've seen tonight with a suit. I'm never going to let this go. I'm never going to let this go. Two wrestlers and a fuckboy who hacked the arcade machine who probably had $18 and a Big Mac to his name, and now he's on TV looking better than the guy who paid for all that to happen. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Caesar's tombstone. The, the it's gonna be written on his tombstone. <laughs> you goddamn right. Buried in you goddamn right. It's gonna be in my time. last will and testament. <laughs> like you can sell all my possessions just to put that on the tombstone, and I don't care what you do. The rest of the money you better piss away on a mean ass party. I want some weed and some liquor and some strippers like Raw Underground, except better. But on the tombstone, I'm dressed better than Tony Khan that one day on TV. Fuck boy. And that's going to be my last tweet and my last Facebook timeline post and a picture of me. And that's going to be the caption on my Instagram has to be like that on my social media and tag Tony Khan and all that shit. Tony Khan shows up to Caesar's funeral in the Walmart with a, with a, with a mustard stain on it and some skeet juice and some fucking basketball shorts and some old ass Air Force Ones. Like, God damn, he is best treasure to me. This, this black motherfucker. He got me. He got me again. He's, 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 he's gonna go to the buffet. He's gonna like, yeah. put some sauce or yeah. something. Yeah. A little bit he's gonna spill on his shirt. Fuck eh. Yeah. Well, after I'll, this, I'll watch it next week. Orange Cassidy and the best friends were interviewed. I would like them to be heard as fuck the revival from now on. Eventually, eventually, Orange Cassidy calls them weenies. <laughs> I guess that's a thing now. Uh, Orange Cassidy and the best friends come out to the ring. Commercial breaks. The Dark Order comes out during the commercial. 
We get Orange Cassidy yep. versus Ten. Uh, Ten puts Orange Cassidy's glasses on. John Silver. Silver. Oh fuck! I forgot to watch. Oh god damn it! I forgot to watch being. The I mean, I, I, wait, I only watched oh, half of it. Oh, I didn't. Man. I didn't get to see the Eddie Kingston promo, but I know there's a good one because he's like the picture when you click on it. As soon as I said John Silver, that made me think of the elite. But um, Silver mocks Orange Cassidy uh, after a beatdown. Ten places uh, Orange Cassidy's mm-hmm. hands in his pockets. Big mistake. Orange Cassidy makes him pay for that. The fight does spill to the outside. Uh, Ten, five, and John Silver mock the best friends and do the hug. And <laughs> they, did, they did the zoom out too. That's what they did. I will give this to the editing crew of the back. Yeah. You fucked up on the nameplate. <laughs> But you made for it on the zoom out, and then yeah, Taz just says some dumb shit and mocks his talent. What? Excalibur, Gotta give the, the people what they say. want, right? Excalibur. <laughs> orange Cassidy dives onto all of them uh, with an orange punch and a beach break, which is the air, air raid sirens pin for the win. Caesar. Wait, it was a beach break. I thought it was an match. orange break or something. Yeah, I could have sworn I was, dr- I was drunk, but I, really I thought he said orange drunk, punch and orange break. Uh, uh, but either, either way, either way, they're now they're possibly. just corny naming his fucking moves. Like, all right, whatever. Uh, you knew Orange was going to get the win after taking the loss. It's fifty fifty booking. We know how this thing goes. Um, I did like how the best friends like the they punk the. How you going to punk fuck the revival? How you going to punk the champs? Act like you were gonna punch him, and then they they jump back and shot because there's some beaches. Um, but yeah, Orange Cassidy, they're you know finally giving him a you know role in the company after like I guess you know I guess one year of just like him just walking around and just diving on people and just looking cool. Now he's uh finally getting some matches. He's having some good matches. He's having some great matches. Giving him some wins. He had a title shot, even though we know that's. MBL and Cody's turf for right now. Uh, but yeah, no, that's no, gonna be his name for now. MBL, on. Yep. I'm MBL. going to fuck the revival. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever we say, what do we call we call that one bitch, Trey Sonia? <laughs> um, uh, you know, you just say what Hell you yeah. want on here and it gets stuck. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, I'm not mad at it. Orange Origin needs a couple wins, just not on dark. You know he needs to get some wins on main TV. Give the man uh, his shots and what he what he deserves. I mean, you're paying him at least. Let him fucking wrestle. Well, Bretsky, who is your favorite? Ten, five, or John Silver? Uh, Stu, yeah. don't call me Dick Grayson. Uh, <laughs> uh, is man, he five? I, I think it's five. I, I think I think it's I, Stu I something. Yeah. I, I, maybe... I think he is hmm. five. Um, I don't know. I, I, John Silver, I think, is the best athlete, so I'm gonna go with John Silver. But um, I kind of thought of something. They should they a funny shot at WWE is if they made Sean Spears. Oh my God, that would have been only because Ty Dillinger. Yeah, talk about yeah. If he wasn't with Tully and he joined the Dark Order and then he fought, he fought Ten to be Ten. Like 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 uh, if if, uh, like, if they like just gave number. him like seven or something, and he's like. No, I want to be 10. Well, we already have a 10. Well, no, 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 no. I'm joining if I'm 10. <laughs> like, 
But yeah, we don't really care about that. I'm I have well, a black one more line. Um, yeah, but I I don't I don't like how I mean as much as I love the Dark Order, I don't like how Orange Cassidy went from getting put over by Jericho to having a random match with a random Dark Order member on on Dynamite after losing a championship match. Um, it's the epitome of fifty fifty booking. But if you have a guy like Jericho yeah. putting the guy fucking over, yeah, two, winning two out of three. Why the fu- why? I mean, do at least have him like in six man tags, or at least have him do something where he's not where he didn't yeah. lose immediately after. Um, but, but yeah, but I mean, I know. Exactly. is that, is that why is that why he got the title shot? Like mountain. even though he's not ranked or anything. Like you see, that's what I'm saying. These fucking rankings, man. Get rid of this shit. It's a real sport to me, damn it. Um, <laughs> uh. I, I really I really love that zoom out with the hug, and Taz just in his New York you know the the the, the New York accent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the whatever you say, they want, whatever yeah. you say, Excalibur. That no, that was funny. That was funny. Um, but yeah, uh, get get Orange Cassidy away from the Dark Order because too much gimmick at once. Um, but yeah, I don't mind him getting a win on Dynamite. Get yeah. get 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 him wins on Dynamite. After this, MJF and Wardlow with a gift to the Inner Circle's locker room. I love this dynamic, and I cannot wait to see where it goes. Um, It's Inner Circle jackets, all but Sammy gets one. Jericho, do you want to join the Inner Circle, MJF? The lead up up to that (laughs) was Uh, even better than Wait, 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 wait. Let me just get this out. Uh, Hagar and Wardlow stare down. MJF and Wardlow leave. Sammy, what a look, Jericho. No, perhaps the perhaps. the side comments <laughs> okay, and the lead up to that were probably the best. Uh, the you, you know you know Max. Yeah, it's it's great. It's great. I, I like I like the gifts. But I'm gonna ask you a question. I asked you before. Do you want to join the inner circle? But let me ask you a question. I asked you before. Do you want me to join? Like these motherfuckers, like, <laughs> and then when we yeah, when Hagar and, and Ward Dog pulled up, fucking the motherfuckers on the couch. Oh shit! Oh yeah, yo, bust him up! Hit him! Hit him, Hagar! Hit him! Hit him! He's scared. He's scared. <laughs> like the side comments when they're great are fucking <laughs> phenomenal. This whole thing was great. Uh, when I was talking to my guy at work who likes wrestling, he wants to. Uh, we were talking about is this possibly. Do you think MJF could take over the inner circle or do you think he could replace Sammy? Well, that's what my next question was going to be. Uh, do you guys think that MJF will join the inner circle or do you think they'll feud? Well, did we um did we talk about this on the last tripod? I don't remember. I can't remember either. I don't remember yeah. either. Dude, you're talking I to say we, Come on. I want to yeah. say we 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 I, didn't like discuss it, but we like I think we did. I don't cuz I only cuz I do the pregame with Andy. I don't remember if I did it with Andy or if I did it with you guys. I I think I I believe that we talked about this um last week, but I I think that uh it this leads to the breakup of the inner that MJF joins and he like takes it out one by one by one 
Uh, oh yeah, I think uh, Caesar said like nation of domination. Oh yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I did yeah. say yeah because in my future thing, I would think that if the new streets open up and Jericho does want to go back on tour, this could lead to MJF like paying the inner circle to come, you know, or at least just take Sammy Santana and Ortiz. Like you know, Hagar does what he wants. He doesn't really wrestle all the time. And then Jericho would be gone. Plus, they're kind of teamed up right now. But, like, yeah, he could take over. So it'd be War Dog, Santana Ortiz, and Sammy, and MJF. Or, uh, yeah, like something like that. That's what I think could happen, yeah. Yeah. Did you have anything else to, to add, Bretzky? Um, yeah, I, I like the callback um, and how they acknowledge, like, the um, back when they were both feuding with Cody. Uh, they had that great promo where it's like yelling at each other. Then there's like, who's the biggest, you know, the biggest asshole is in AEW? Cody Rhodes. Yeah, they both say at the same time, <laughs> Cody Rhodes. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I love that callback. I love these two together so much because these promos are great. Uh, everything about this is great. I'm interested to see the Sammy dynamic. I can't see MJF being a side piece um, in the inner circle, though. I can't see him replacing Sammy. Um, but I'm very interested to see where it goes. True. It's always a lot of fun when these two are on the screen. Except the one thing that I will say is they're wasting their best heels and their best talent yeah. on yeah. the same fucking segment. That's the one negative. The one negative you can find it is that they're the two best talkers yeah. in their company are now on one segment. So you can't simply you can't split up. Yeah, but, but, but other than that, love it. Why didn't MJF save his gift for Jericho? No, that shit's going to be so good. That's going to be, That's gonna be so good. Who what knows? gift is MJF going to give him this time? No, 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 man. He's going to have some like some packets. some better champagne than just a little bit of the bubbly. It's going to be like some Dom Perignon fuck shit with like Jericho's name on it, like Chris Chris Perignon or some fuckery, and like they're going to try to pop it in the ring. But I mean. If he does, it, I'm not saying he plays second fiddle to Sammy. I'm saying, like, you could maybe get this fucking Matt Hardy, Sammy, redemption, fuckery, MJF takes over the second role and then does the Nation of Domination and takes everybody else with him and takes Jericho out. Like, it, it could, Yeah, it could happen that way. It's oh, not because he's not taking second fiddle. He's just learning what he can from a man who's done it for 30 years and then now – he thinks he's better than him because he is. He's better than him and he knows it. And then takes him out from the inside. I mean, you take somebody out from the inside. You don't take him out from the outside. After the commercial break, mm-hmm. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD with Reba versus Red Velvet. And on Red Velvet's nameplate, it said lost to Tay Conti. Like, Bruh. do you really need to put that on her fucking nameplate? She's coming out here. That That's not a highlight. Bruh. But anyway, I digress. Um, I love the booty hugging trunks on Dr. Britt never, Baker. Never yeah, this week. Oh, that, I was staring at that wedgie that entire match. <laughs> uh, not a total squash. Uh, Taz getting salty on commentary. I don't know if you guys uh, yeah. noticed that. Taz and JR like kind of um, Well, bickering, Taz, Taz, right? was, Taz was heavy Britt uh, Baker. Red and Velvet. he said she's got a great dental plans for Team Taz. <laughs> and also, I got to fuck her. <laughs> Red Velvet sold her ass off. I, I liked her showing, even though she lost. I liked her showing in this match. Um, JR's go. line of the episode, fellas. Normally, wrestling dentists are Fucking ugly, Christ. but not. Do, do we need to do this now? Is this going to be a thing when we go back to the tripods? Are we going to have nameplate 
Hey, JR's line of the week. <laughs> every yeah, fucking you know week. He busts one out every week. And then this is a little interesting here. Britt Baker wins with the curb yeah, stomp. Yeah, because we saw Did about a dentist. She got that? fucked them teeth up. Yep. Uh, then she gets the lockjaw afterwards to, to Red Velvet. Um, Bretzky, I'll go with you first. What did you think of the showing from the good doctor? Well, I noticed that you noticed as well from the back, and I will say that the, the good doctor mm-hmm. had some flossing going yeah. on there. Uh... He did butthole clean. <laughs> but, uh, wait. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I read Velvet's nameplate. You know, you know what that was? Her name, but you know what that was. This whole show, this whole show is disrespect certified. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Um, so apparently, Red Velvet lost to Tay Conti, um, which I need, He's on need dark. more Tay Conti on my screen, but anyway, uh, yeah, I'm gl- uh, this is a good way just to get the good Dr. Britt Baker DMD back on TV, um, and reintroduce her, even though she's been, you know. On TV, uh, a good way to get her back in the ring on Dynamite um, when it's not with Big Swole. So you know, uh, I'm at it. Uh, it was it, it it served its purpose. That's all, I'll say it served its purpose. Yep. And we got the JR line, so that was good. Steve, uh, what were your highlights of this segment? Ass shots and uh, went in for the good doctor. Yeah, uh, highlights. That's all I got. Did you guys know that? Uh, Swole and Swerve have a podcast together. I never thought that would like be a thing. Yeah, like if really? when I Google Damian no, Priest no interviews, idea. Big Swerve. I mean, Big Swerve. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much you could say that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what they be their tag name. Yeah, they their host, tag name. Yeah, they host a podcast together on out. YouTube. Uh, it's like Swerve's something or some fuck shit. Uh, but like, yeah, Big Swole is up there every week, like as his co-host, which I think is. Who knows? Probably They're, aren't. Are they married? After this, Eddie Lucha Kingston and the Lucha Bros. Bros come out to the ring. Lucha. Commercial break. Uh, Eddie cuts a promo, dresses down uh, Rex Berg. Oh, the ref. I don't know yeah. what the hell his name was, but anyway, it was the ref. Yeah, uh, he's about to. They were about to triple team the ref, but Monster's with a barbed wire bat. Butcher sneaks up behind Mox, <laughs> clobbers him. Uh, okay, this is. I'm already weak. I'm already weak. I, wrote, dude. Okay. I'm already, I know this is going to be some fuckery. I'm already weak. Butcher versus Mox for the AEW world title. <laughs> this is the main event. While hung up on the second rope, Phoenix, Penta, and Eddie taunt John. That was kind of funny. This is the main event, really? Uh, Butcher botches Stretch Muffler. Butcher versus Mox is the main event. Should have been Phoenix. Eddie doesn't want the camera in his face. The tatted up Hogan seemed gassed uh, five minutes into the match. He even did a Hogan leg drop, for Christ's sake. Mox Mox wins with a bulldog choke. Eddie pissed on outside. Caesar four times four times this was the main event did i did i actually write so this? the funny true? thing was i uh i watched this late um on wednesday i, I got our work late so by the time i got something to eat it was like already like 9 30 when i was watching 
that's when I started Dynamite. Uh, so when I was watching this at the end, I was like, oh, man, this is Dynamite. All right, so we still got some more shit going on. Because, you know, Mox usually comes out top of the hour. But I knew it wasn't top of the hour. But then when I, uh, when I, you know, JR's always got to mention, we're still going to come to you with pitcher and pitcher. Uh, so I was like fast forwarding through a pitcher and pitcher. So I was like, nothing really important happens. And I saw there was like five minutes left. I was like, wait, what? This is the main event? Like I was literally saying that. Like it didn't click to me till like near the end of the match. I was like, the butcher and John Moxley is the main event of a dynamite. The motherfucking butcher probably has one of the worst records in AEW history right now. This guy is fighting the champ, the guy with the best record. These are the motherfuckers fighting at the end. I was like, you had nothing else you could program. So you could pick Eddie Kingston gets to pick the opponent and he picks the fucking butcher. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what they're doing. It, it, it's so weird how there was this wasn't a tag heavy AEW like usual. It was actually a lot of singles matches, and there were some great singles matches that happened. And then you gonna put this fuck shit? You should have put Darby Allen and Ricky Starks at the end. This fuck shit should have went first. Uh, get this shit out the way. Uh, oh, I do want to mention. I think I heard Jr. say during the Britt Baker match. Sorry. That how they, they mentioned the humidity and how it's hot and sticky out here, but they only mentioned that when the women were fighting. Uh, oh. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, wrestling in this <laughs> Danny's place in the humidity wow. where it's like, oh, can make it 110. Yeah, it's all hot, thick, and sticky while we got this action in the ring. I was like, you didn't say anything like that for like an hour and 20 minutes, and you wait till now. And that's Caliber said, get your hand your out of your pants. <laughs> he, he talks to Cody Khan in the back. Jared's got the only fans open again. Um, <laughs> he's, not watching, he's not watching the match. He's got the only fans open. Uh, <laughs> he's in the, in the middle of the night. He's here, Jared. Yeah. $59. That a month, you bitch. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Uh, no, thirty dollars for a five-minute video. That's some horse shit. Yeah, you you got my name wrong <laughs> tipped, in this video. Yeah, I tipped this bitch. I, I tipped this bitch for nothing. Jr., they can hear you during picture and picture. Wait, wait, what? What? We're still coming. Oh, I thought we were. <laughs> the secret hashtag. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you tweet that right wrong wrong now for a, a free call from John Moxley. <laughs> 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 Jr. We've been off the air for 10 uh, minutes. Yeah, this was a bad main event. Um, yeah, it was horrible. I got nothing. I mean, oh, well, actually, um, it's essentially the same thing as Jay Uso getting a title shot. You know what? The, the, week, the week I decided to clean my room and lose uh, brother quarter, so now there's no quarter business to keep the marks out. God damn it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Avalanche. Avalanche. The disrespect of these marks coming into our podcast all fucking day. Disrespect. <laughs> oh man, no, but uh... hey, Caesar, did you know that the the mark lock? <laughs> did not know the mark lock. <laughs> <laughs> so the mark is one. In, the mark is own one in AEW. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, he yeah, still he's has high spirits because you know because he, he's working for the best company <laughs> ever. So he's just glad to be there. But the mark is zero one to take Conte on dark. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a rising star. No, wait, he's a rising star once he hits zero and seven. <laughs> yeah, I gotta win. That's true. Yeah, yeah he's still fresh, win he's still fresh kid. He'll get a title Keep shot. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, no, I mean, I wasn't mad at it at the beginning, and then it happened. Um, because I'm thinking like, oh, it's just not roof, Manny Kingston. Get like the big brute of your, well, your family. Your, they are not a faction. They are a family, according um, to Eddie Kingston. That's right, yeah, of course. I still don't understand how it came together. I'm not even though I've watched Dynamite, I still don't I, I still don't understand how exactly all he did was these all he did was like together. name but, them and uh, then they were like, You're the butcher, you're the blade, you're fucking yep. Ortiz. <laughs> all he did was say their names and they were like You're Ray Phoenix, crazy luchador. Yeah, we're family. You know, as long as we get Eddie Kingston and Lucha Bros on TV, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, it was, it, it was uh, if you think this is a real sport, it kind of makes it makes sense a little bit to have your big brute right go after the champ that you're trying to beat. But oh, wait, is that triple threat next I week? I mean. Uh, uh, well, see, no, it would make sense if it was net week, if it was next week, you know, because then, then you say, yeah, you got the big brute to soften up the chain. Yeah, no, yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, I mean, I really don't know. I don't know. Um, it, yeah. uh, but, uh, good for Butcher, yeah. I guess. Get that main event payday. As JR said, the big money uh, yeah, payday. Get that big money payday. Yeah. Get some more tattoos. Motherfucker said tattoos. Uh, yeah, that's all. Uh, that's all. I, that's all I can really say about that. I guess. I don't know I why mean, tattoos popped. It me. was what it was. Tattoos popped me. Well, there you go. There, there you go, gentlemen. Uh, we are done with AEW Dynamite. We're well, gentlemen. Let's get into this past week's NXT. Uh, we start out with Shotzi Blackheart versus Dakota Kai with Welcome straight Sonya in all red everything. Mm-hmm. Um. Busts out the Jeff Hardy leg drop to the snooze move. Shotzi does. Of course, straight Sonya gets involved. Distracts Shotzi as Dakota nails Shotzi with backbreaker. We get the old famous commercial picture-in-picture. Shotzi Mm -hmm. with a nice diving sunset flip pin to Dakota off of the middle turnbuckle. Mm -hmm. Dakota gets hit. With a rough with rough strikes from Shotzi, Dakota is the iron sniz, man. She can take them hits. I love Dakota's scorpion kick. While on apron, Shotzi attempts a slice bread number two, and there was a horrific landing. How is she not dead? Uh, poor Shotzi lands on her on her head on the apron, which of course, gentlemen, is the hardest part of the ring. No way, no way. Uh, it's a rumor. It's a rumor. Uh, Straight Sonia then grabs Shotzi's foot while Shotzi was running off the ropes. Rhea attacks Straight Sonia. Dakota tries to hit the boot to Shotzi while in corner. Shotzi counters with the most devastating move in sports entertainment, Cesar. The surprise roll-up! The surprise roll-up pin for the win, Cesar. 
What did you think of that fucking nasty fall from uh, Shotzi, man? I thought somebody was fucked up. I was like, damn, these bitches is hurt. Uh, but they continue the match, so they weren't fucked up. It's always good. Uh, Shotsky on the win streak. I see they're trying to keep it strong, especially getting a good win over somebody like Dakota. But, you know, there's always got to be some fuck shit with uh, straight Sony out there. Uh, I thought it was a good opening match as well. Uh, Shotsky's improving, as we keep saying, every fucking podcast. She's getting better and better. Uh, it was a very evil welcome to the ball pit because she, I think Dakota reversed or countered the first one. And then, uh, so the second one, just more deep, welcome to the ball pit. And I was like, all right, you fucking man, slow down. <laughs> if you're hanging out with Jake Atlas, don't mean you got some bass in your voice. Uh, <laughs> but no, good opening match. I wasn't mad at it. I wasn't mad at the finish either. Well, Bretsky apparently Cesar has changed their name to the Great Shotsky 99. Uh, what did you think of the opening match of NXT this week? NXT. Good. What do you say that with an accent? But you don't say A-Dub with an accent. I thought it was Japanese, not Italian. No, you sound Italian as fuck. NXT. There's Italian as fuck. I, I have I have no idea why I started doing that. <laughs> like oh, Japanese man. way more like sharp, <laughs> but you're like in the exotia. Mama mia. Oh get the pasta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Uh the fucking tangents we go on. <laughs> uh I'm always happy to see me some Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez on uh, my TV. And I'm always happy to go to the ball pit. Uh, mm. so, uh, yeah, I mean, I was never mad at it from the beginning because you know it's going to be decent at worst. Uh, and it was a very good way to open open up the night. The women have been – whenever the women – I mean, always, they, when, they always have good opening matches in NXT. Whenever the women open, it's always good. Uh, yeah, and, and this is never not bad. Never bad. Damn, I missed a good joke there. You said I'm always happy to go to the ball pit. I should have been like, is that where Jake found you? <laughs> uh after this swerve and santos zoom meeting interview swerve. <laughs> uh, swerve is ready for santos at takeover i'm going to bury you santos says i'm the only one job yeah <laughs> uh man i know we're gonna get to predictions so i won't get too into this but my god that's gonna be a great match Classic. Like, they've had nothing. The sad part is, these dudes have had great match after great match, and you think one of them would be, like, just kind of good, get stale, but no. Great match after great match after great match after great match. If this one doesn't live up, I'm going to be kind of sad, but I think it will. I, I don't see why. I think they have great chemistry together. I Man, I want to ask Bretzky a question, but it's more for predictions, so I'll save it. But, uh, Bretzky, you have any thoughts on this Zoom meeting? Santos Escobar only afforded the Zoom call because mm-hmm. of the money he got from selling drugs. You damn right, that cocaine, that cocaina. <laughs> I want, I want, the, I want the Legado del Fantasma to have some like drug mules in there, like some oh, some Jesus random man. bitch, some random bitch comes out like all of a sudden in the middle of the match, like pulls some cocaine out of her ass and just like throws yeah. it. Her my my tummy ass. hurt. My tummy hurt. Bitch, get the coke out. <laughs> Narcos NXT. Mm. 
Fuck me, that'd be great. Uh, after this, we get another crazy, weird Matrix-style video again about October 4th, 2020. Caesar, who'd that be? I don't know. I got no clue. Bresky, any no. ideas? Conclude. Everybody, I mean, unless it's... unless, But, I mean, it's for later. I know you're going to mention it later, but we already saw him. So I don't know who this is. And you know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about... Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, of goats. <laughs> Just bought a bitch. The kind of goats. Anyway, yeah, it's not him. Uh, so I have no idea, unless it's is it in ring debut back. But yeah, I got no clue, bro. I was Who's famous for riding a motorcycle? Uh, Triple H, Undertaker. Fucking <laughs> imagine that. Imagine fucking biker taker in NXT. <laughs> yeah, the taker shows up, I'm gonna cry. And Biker Taker versus Fine Cameron Grimes. <laughs> the next takeover. Fucking <laughs> After this, we get a Kyle O'Reilly video package um, building his match with Finn. Uh, during this video package, they had Adam Cole like talking him up too. Is anybody else getting evolution vibes here? Mm-hmm. Like what what if what if Kyle O'Reilly does win the championship and then uh this is probably a conversation better set for predictions, but I, this this is the thought I had when I was writing this down, that Kyle O'Reilly winning the NXT title and then Adam Cole getting jealous, a la Evolution, all over again. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah, it, it could happen, but it's so it would weird. It would be weird to be because a lot of those fucking pictures were like Kyle and Cole from like years ago. Like, Trips and Randy didn't have history until they made Evolution. Like, they all came in together. Like, Cole, Fish, Riley came in together. So, I, I don't know. But, yeah, I get it. It, it could happen. Uh, Andy and I talked about this on the pregame as well, um, this possibility. There's definitely a lot of ways that they could go with this. I think that the video package was the moment of the night because it made, um, it made O'Reilly more than just a tag team guy. Uh, even though he wasn't to most people, uh, it made him actually it seemed like someone who like a natural contender for a single title, which I liked. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's I'm 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 happy because there's so many different ways they can go about this, um, and I would be happy with most of them. After the commercial break, uh, we get the Twitter message announcing that Tegan Knox has torn her ACL. Poor girl, very. Uh, Injury prone, I believe. Uh, Gargano, the Garganos are interviewed after this, and Gargano says she broke our TV. That's what she gets. <laughs> bruh, bruh, <laughs> fucking, fucking died. God, that was fun. They're not heels, right, G? Not heels, or he doesn't like them as heels, right? Oh, or, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh, they're they're not convinced. They're not convincing heels. Sorry, that's what it is. I think. The Garganos are confident heading into takeover. Oh, do you guys have anything to say about? Can we just uh, can we just take a moment for that comment? Can we just take a moment, please? Fucking bitch actually tore ACL, and that's how they immediately get back to the TV show. She broke her TV. She broke. She broke my TV. That's what she gets. That's what she gets. It's karma. She broke my TV. She tore her ACL. That's what she gets. Like. Let's just take a moment. Let's just take a don't, moment. Don't get me wrong. That is great writing. Or if Johnny really just said that off the cuff, that is great, great promo work as a heel. 
but that's really fucked up. <laughs> Poor Tegan Knox, man. I, I was, they were so high on her too. I heard. And is it, is it the other? Is it the other ACL or is it the same one? I believe it's the same one. Reaggravated her um, her her old injury. Jesus Christ, man! Her doctors are shit. Can you know Vince hire somebody good? <laughs> They need the fucking six million dollar man that shit so it yeah. doesn't break anymore. She need to get that triple H shit where he tore his fuck shit to like three scraps. They talk about it all the fucking time. Oh, that was After a cool this, uh, fine Cameron Grimes cut the promo. Yeah. He starts the Cameron Grimes <laughs> stepping stones Dude. to the moon invitational. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, there we go. I knew it was longer than that. <laughs> uh, it's so his good. first opponent. Uh, I don't know what his first name, but it was his last name was Pistachio. No, it was uh, this... Antonio Antonio Pistachio, but that is not what his <laughs> gear ring said. That is... said. They said he was eighty pounds. The cave in <laughs> one, two, three immediately. It's, me. it's literally me in ABBW. I love that it. Mother... <laughs> that motherfucker. That motherfucker's ring gear said something else. It did not say Antonio or Pistachio. It had like a real name on it. And he called him Antonio Pistachio from Jersey. The second opponent comes out announced as Joey Strong, but Joey he did Strong. not even make it to the ring because he was murdered by Ridge Holland, setting up an impromptu match between Ridge Holland and Cameron Grimes. Uh, Ridge beats the holy hell out of Cameron Grimes. Even gets DQ'd for refusing to stop stomping Cameron Grimes. I know Cesar had a smile across his face during this segment. Bratsky, we'll go to you first. What did you think of this travesty that happened? The disrespect. The disrespect. It's a disrespectful weekend. A Wednesday. (laughs) Oh my God. I don't think you understand how happy I was, how excited I was when basically that fucking st- stepping stones to the, to the moon is just me beating up AIDS patients in APBW. <laughs> he ain't never wrong. He ain't never, he ain't never lied. It's, oh my God, I was so fucking excited. I don't even care that Rich Holland beat him up because I like Rich Holland. And I just want, oh my God, I was just, I was too high on the invitational. To care about Rich Holland getting DQ'd, and technically, Cameron Grimes won. Yep. So, Bretsky, can we can we say that um, NXT producers and writers are watching APPW confirmed? Absolutely. They saw Jake Holocaust promo, and they're like, "We got to put that on TV." I mean, they're they're literally just they're literally just ripping ripping you off, Mangria. God damn it! The disrespect. Someone's coming. Someone coming out. They saw. They saw how much Big Carpe was getting over winning the decent championship, and they put it on Keith Lee. And then <laughs> what, what really should have happened if, if CBG wasn't too OP in the game where nobody can beat him, I would have taken that heavyweight title, which Keith Lee did on NXT, and then called it the bigger, better things. I mean, they're, they're, they're just pretty much ripping you off. They're pretty much ripping you off, giving you no cheddar, no scratch. Uh, thick, boy, thick boy's going to come out next week, and he's going, you know what? I'm gonna call myself the Mega Pounder with cheese, bruh, bruh. <laughs> I swear to God, I swear to God, I'm gonna super kick my TV and break it worse than Johnny Gargano's when that shit happened. I will super kick the shit out of this TV and and just like eh, I don't need to watch it anymore. I'll just watch APPW on the weekends. I know what's gonna happen on NXT. <laughs> yeah, well, wait, APPW is like two weeks ahead of NXT. 
<laughs> Cesar, are you a fan of uh, Ridge Holland? Uh, yeah, I, I'm a fan of Ridge Holland, but uh, once again, he's 0-3. <laughs> like, how, how is this guy a threat? They keep talking about I, – I get it. He's big. He's strong. He's powerful. But he's he's lost to Johnny. He's lost to somebody else. And then he just technically lost to Cameron Grimes. Uh, so – Well, no one – to be fair, to be fair, it was Cameron Grimes he was in there with. No one beats Cameron Grimes. Yep. Yeah, a lot of people do beat Cameron Grimes. We've seen it. Yeah, but they don't count. Those don't count. Those don't count. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot the rules. There's different rules in uh, NXT. The APBW, Dream has no memory of that. Yeah, yeah. APBW <laughs> doesn't care about the rules. Yeah. APBW just – I mean, AEW doesn't care about the rules. And, uh, you know, there's different rules in NXT. Forgot. Uh, yeah, no, no. Rich Holland, uh, let's – I mean, that match he had with Johnny was really good. Um, so, we obviously can see he can go with top of the talent. Um, so, yeah, just bigger and better things. Let's see what he can get into. And uh, Bretsky and I were talking before we started recording uh, that possibly Ridge Holland versus Cameron Grimes could be added to the card uh, tomorrow. Ooh. Maybe. We'll, we'll Maybe. see. That would I wouldn't be mad at that. <laughs> uh, after this, Austin Theory was interviewed, talks a bunch of trash about Kyle O'Reilly. True. Uh, then we get a Kushida video package talking about the Velveteen Dream. Uh, of course, he wasn't speaking English. They had subtitles, and they, yep. the, the closing line was, the new Kushida is vicious. Yeah. You guys have any thoughts about the Theory interview or the Kushida video package? Awesome Theory wasn't wrong. He was on WrestleMania at 22, and it took 15 years for Kyle O'Reilly to get a title shot. I mean, he's not wrong. The truth hurts, Bretsky. What did you think of this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... I'm just glad Austin Theory. I'm. I said last last week, and I said the week before. I'm just glad they're giving him shit to do. Yeah. Because uh, he he needs it. He has a, he has a young guy with a big big future apparently. Um, and he, he it's better to keep him on TV doing shit like this and, and being a real asshole, uh, than keeping him off TV and having him tweet. So mm-hmm. uh, I like this, and also Kushida speaking in Japanese. I was kind of waiting for there to be like a bathtub. That he's kind of like or a, a pool of water that he. Oh well, yeah, he had to be underground. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Stealing Eo's gimmick. Yeah, but but you can only get the water if you have the title. So once he gets the title, then he can get in the tub. That's true. Yeah, then, yeah. then he's allowed in the tub. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like how you specified it with tub because of how fucking tiny he is. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, did Eo start going in the tub before or after Jake was Doctor Tubonomics? After. Yo, there it is again. There it is again. After, because we talked about Jake, we talked about Jake in the tub for weeks, and then like it was at least two weeks after him talking about the tub. Because remember, it was tub and child cheese, and then two weeks later he was Doctor Tubonomics, and then EO just won the title like a couple months ago. But Jake's been in the tub for a minute. Well, to be fair, EO was in a thimble because of how tiny that bitch was. Yeah, that's small. <laughs> fucking uh, after the commercial, we get to see Tony Nice versus Kushida. I haven't seen Tony Nice in a long time. Ain't nobody watching that 205 Live. Ain't show. nobody watching that trash. Uh, Kushida pretty much destroys his left arm. Hoverboard lock for the win. Uh, mm-hmm. Bretsky, thoughts on this squash? Well, uh, not really a squash, but you know what I mean. Yeah, good for Kushida to get a win. Yep. Were you happy to see Tony Nisi's Who? <laughs> oh, 
oh, oh, oh, uh, Joey Abs. Yeah, yeah, Joey, Joey, Tony Abs, Joey Abs. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, you said Enzo earlier, so I, don't know, I just thought of Joey Abs. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, good for him. Still getting his uh, NXT check and his 205 Live check. Good for him. Um, I still think I like Kushida's interest, man. I like that fucking where he touches the fake wall, paper arm watch <laughs> and everything goes blue. <laughs> and he touches it again and then it goes off blue. Uh, I like Kushida's entrance. I like Kushida in the ring. Uh, it should be a good match Sunday with that old coon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, I forgot about that. Speaking of, Velveteen Dream appears yeah. on the tron right after the match and says, see you Sunday. Mm-hmm. The Dream... Look, his experience, he shines brightest under the lights. Because, like raccoons, when you turn on the lights, when they're <laughs> digging in the trash, because that's what he is, a fucking big old coon. Oh, man, Bretzky, we're getting a new character debuting here on the beer runs as we speak. The drunken team oh, sees. The drunken team sees. Well, cut promos on your ass all day under the bright These light. Are, it's, it's the Velveteen Seas. Nah, he's drunk. He's the drunk of teensies. <laughs> After this, Cameron Grimes. Wait, wait, wait. Um, I actually I I something. Right, yeah. Dream, ever since he got back, has only been feuding with like cruiserweight types. Do you think that they're giving him the, the tinier adults on purpose because it's like, you know, his comfort zone? Oh. <laughs> well played. Well wow. played. Well... I can't believe they're pushing a pedophile. Yeah, well played. Well played. <laughs> Wait a minute. EO is stealing Jake's tub gimmick and Velveteen is stealing Jake's pedal gimmick. Real, real, real wait, life wait. gimmick. Yeah. So what you're telling me, if, if I'm hearing this correctly, is that in a couple of weeks, some bitch is going to come out and say, you know what? I got I to gotta be honest with you. I love fucking grannies. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. hundred percent. I think we know. I think we know who's going to come out and say they love grannies and he's going to be his first words. It's gonna be the Cotter Coats. Because <laughs> he seems weird enough. Oh, no. To say that shit. But yeah, somebody's gonna be out like 100%. If Wade Barrett comes back and says 100%, I'm losing my shit. Please, please talk. Please talk. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> After this, fine Cameron Grimes was pouting backstage. Say it right. Say it right. Say it right. And runs into the returning right. God of Goats. Dexter Loomis returns to our NXT TVs. And just fucking stares at him because we love it when he does it. Cameron says, you're a freak, man. And then walks away. The God of Goats has returned, gentlemen. Did you guys pop as hard as I did? Yeah. I pray pray to Allah, Jesus, (laughs) uh, whatever French people pray to, to, whatever Indian people read. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I had to take my jeans off. I was just in my drawers. Cause it hurt too much. Got a goat was back. Woof, child. I was happy. Bretzky, I was happy. <laughs> oh my god, my two two out of my three favorites are in the fucking in one promo. One promo can't beat that. When you, you can't go wrong when you have the god of goats and the fine gamma grabs in one promo. You can't. It's go gonna wrong. be a Sophie's choice when they face each other. Bretzky, who would you root for? I mean, I got to go with Mega Boy Grimes. You got to go. Oh, you gotta go with the wow. You're going against the God of Goats? How dare you, I, 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 I hate doing it, but but you got to understand. Wait, he may on. be the God of Goats. He may be the God of Goats. But Cameron Grimes is the true number one contender. 
and he's going straight to the moon, baby. Wait, who did who do we put Cameron, who did we put Cameron Grimes with last week, and we made him choose Thatcher. Thatcher. Oh, oh yeah, 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 that's yeah. <laughs> all right, Bresky. Three way Thatcher, fine Cameron Grimes, and the God of Goats. Winner gets a title shot. Who you picking? Well, if the winner gets a title shot, then Grimes doesn't need to win because he's already the automatic number one contender. Forever. <laughs> so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that Thatcher gets the, the title shot because we've seen what happens when someone like like uh, with a gimmick such as Loomis gets a title shot. It doesn't always go well. So I'm gonna say Loomis stays away from that for a while. Thatcher gets a title shot, and then fine, Gavin Grimes takes it from him. Because he is the true number one contender in all the land of Frozen. Cesar, he went against Dexter Loomis twice. Twice in a row. You know, you know for a fact. You know for a fact that this man winning NXT title would only do would not would not go well for his game. You know Ooh. that it would not go well. Who Thatcher? Who Grind? No. Uh, goats? No, Loomis. Loomis. How he never talks. He doesn't need to cut promos. He just shows up and fucks you up. He's like Roman Reigns without Paul Heyman. <laughs> the, 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 the tribal chief, Dexter Loomis. <laughs> a lot of goats, Dexter Loomis. He has great matches. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're making you're making me reconsider. Well, you're you're, you're forgetting. You're forgetting. He has such great character work without speaking a word. It's been a while. It's been it's been a while since I've got to go to my. You gotta, wait, I you gotta wait for him to slither his ass back out to that ring with them, uh, with them fucking uh, pants on. What the fuck is he wrestling, man? Dickies. <laughs> well, got- plus, plus, you gotta realize that. I, well, I hope this is true that Triple H is the majority in control over NXT. Yeah. I know Vince McMahon yeah. is dabbling in it, but if Triple H is in charge, uh, the God of Goats is gonna look good. Whereas Vince McMahon right. with diarrhea all over him. Of course, of course. After the you're right. After the commercial break, Adam Cole pissed off, cuts promo in the ring, calls out Austin Theory. We then get the match set up: Adam Cole versus Austin Theory, and what would be my uh, match of the week. I love this matchup. Uh, he hits a hell of a pump kick to Austin Theory on the outside of the mm-hmm. ring. Uh, Cole dominates most of the match. Austin puts in some great offense. This is a fucking great match. That's what I wrote. At one point, Austin off the ropes leaps into Cole's super kick. That was brutal. I loved it. Cole wins with the last shot. Cole yells in the camera then, Kyle's going to shock the world this Sunday, but he's not going to shock me. Bretzky, what did you think of this badass matchup? This is great and for two parts because first, it was a great match in general. But second, like he said, theory took, theory took most of the offense, which is good because he shouldn't be taking it to Adam Cole at this point. But he got enough offense in to where he looks like a viable contender. So for Austin Theory, this did more wonders for Austin Theory than it did for anyone else. Um, so the props to them. They, you're right. I, it was a phenomenal match, um, as you'd expect for any Adam Cole match. Um yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm liking how it's furthering the story, furthering the intrigue of him and Kyle. Uh, so I'm, I'm very interested to see where it goes going forward. But I, I, I was very, very pleased when I saw this match. Cesar, thoughts on Cole versus Theory? 
I, I like where they're going with theory. Like he's coming back. He's arrogant. He's been on the main. I guess you could say he's been on main and now he's coming back arrogant. And he's been, I can't remember who he came back and fought first, but I mean, I don't even mind that he's losing because Reed. he is. I thought he fought somebody else first. So never mind. All right. I, 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 well, I was about to say, I thought he fought somebody before Bronson, but if not, yeah, I like how he's, he's fighting Bronson Reed, right? Like the kind of up and coming guy in NXT, right? And then you got, he fought Damian Priest, the now established could be the next heavyweight contender guy, the guy with the, inner, the North American title. And then he's fighting like the last champion, Adam Cole. Baby. Well, not the last champion, but the last champion's still there, Adam Cole. Um, so, you know, and he's, he's having great showings with all these guys. Like it's measuring stick after measuring stick after measuring stick. And he is hanging in there, having great matches. Um, still super, super young, but showing he can go with just about anybody. Like the thick boy, a tall, powerful guy like Priest, a guy his size, Adam Cole. Um, yeah, this is just great for him. This guy definitely is the future. That's what I was liking about his promo either. Like, they're calling Colorado the future, bitch. I'm 22. Uh, this guy seems like he can go far. If he just sticks with it, he'll finally turn it around, get some wins. You know, get him some titles. I like Austin Theory. Fucking, yeah, match was fan-fucking-tastic. After the commercial break, I only wrote two lines. I wrote, Io Shirai and Damian Priest interviewed backstage. They're rock stars. Do you guys recall this fucking promo that I, I guess I can't recall? Yeah, I recall it. Wait, wasn't the interview before this? Are we skipping the interview? Or was it drunk? No, you were drunk. It was EO and Damien were interviewed after the match. I just, I said I wrote two lines. Uh no, I was talking about no, I was talking about the Kyle Finn interview. Wait, no, that's so later. Oh, okay. But no, no, I yeah, I, I remember I remember more of this. It was pretty it was a pretty good interview. I mean, EO did it all in Japanese, but her like last words were we are rock stars. And like they did the they did the like the two horns things, but like Priest went in between, like in the middle. Like it looked weird. And then uh oh, Priest said something about like, I don't know, they had chemistry. Like I was like, oh shit, McKenzie, you better watch out. EO gonna get invited to that after party. <laughs> Yo ass <laughs> She's gonna be in the hot tub getting that sniz all hot, uh, with the leather pants on. Uh uh, yeah, because uh, she even EO spoke English at the end. She spoke the whole promo in Japanese, and then at the end, she was like, "He's pretty great." <laughs> uh, uh, their interest was awesome too. Like, so good work on the editing team and the cameraman backstage because their interest was great. We'll get to that later. But Bretsky thoughts? Uh, yeah, we are rock stars. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Love. Uh, it's yeah. I mean. Obviously, it set up uh, the mixed tag later in the night, but I, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing as Cesar was, was, man, damn, there's going to be some wild fucking three-way later. <laughs> <laughs> well, Priest, Priest always has two hoes, and then, yeah, the EO going to beat them hoes up. It's just going to be a one-on-one match at the hot tub. Loser leaves the hot tub match. <laughs> Damien Priest's dick on a pole match. <laughs> Is uh is EO gonna be wearing her belt while he's hitting it from the back? Oh, they're both gonna be wearing the belts while they're hitting it. Yeah, you gotta wear you gotta wear the belt while you're hitting it. 
Are they going to go with the Uso way wearing it, where they wear it around the neck, or they do it yeah. around the bar? Yeah, 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 I don't know. I don't know. You got to wear it however you wear it. Well, after this, it's the for sure not on Hulu match. Caden Carter with Casey Cananzaro <laughs> versus Zaya Lee. Uh, there was a pretty cool s- scuffle to start. You know, the pins and reverses. Uh, Zaya was very aggressive this match. After another pin scuffle, Caden gets the pin for the win. Caden helps Zaya to her feet. Zaya shoves her down. If either of you gentlemen want to comment on this, go for it, because that's all I got to say about that. Oh, Zaya Lee is Ali's arch enemy. Yeah, there we go. That bitch. Uh, what kind of weird sex do you think Ricochet and that Casey bitch have? Because they just climb all over everything and are crazy <laughs> flexible and athletic. Like, you think they actually swing from the ceiling fan while doing it? Nah, they probably have, like, the most vanilla sex ever. That, it was so weird because I was thinking they have, like, a whole jungle gym in their bedroom. They just find weird ways to fuck off of fucking, it. Fucking uh, Ricochet's doing, like, a 680 with his dick in the fucking Casey's yeah. mouth. And then Casey's, like, fisting um, his asshole. Yeah, it's going to be yeah, all kinds of weird what I'm, American That's the kind of shit, shit I'm thinking, man. Like, it's a weird, it's a weird, you know, just soft rubber jungle gym that they can all fuck on. Like, they're both hanging from the jungle bars and, like, just humping. Weird shit, but yeah, it's probably so vanilla in there. It's probably just missionary every night. It's weird. <laughs> Bretzky, do you have anything to say about this match? Okay, no. moving on. Commercial break. Uh, <laughs> HBK hosts a face-to-face pre-tape with Finn and Kyle. Uh, HBK calls Kyle the best-kept secret in wrestling. Oh, all right, Murphy. Uh, Kyle... Yeah. Basically, He's not on NXT anymore. Kyle O'Reilly basically <laughs> says it's absolute certain defeat. Finn is concerned about the Undisputed Era interfering, which is uh, obvious that's probably going to happen. Kyle busts out his own Grimes impression, Bretzky. You ain't no Adam Cole. That's what he <laughs> You catch that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I uh, did. Kyle, yes, Kyle I did. A, wait, Kyle had a couple impressions. Finn says this will be a life-altering main event. Kyle says people saying he's an underdog is bullshit. Uh, Cesar, what did you think about this uh, HBK-led interview? Uh, the interview was great. Um, Kyle O'Reilly came off. I don't know. It's so weird because it seemed like Kyle O'Reilly was a face two weeks ago, but then he came off as such a dick heel in this one. Um. But then he kind of broke the fourth wall. He's like, oh, big title defense. Nobody loses their first title defense, eh, Finn? And uh, he's like, but you're going to lose yours on Sunday. Like, I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, a little peek behind the curtain. I ain't mad at it. Yeah, he did the he did the uh, Cameron Grimes impression. Even did a little Irish impression. He's like, oh, he's a good little Irish lad, isn't he? And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, you really trying to get fucked up? Mm. <laughs> I was like, motherfucker going to hit you blows. Finn always looks like he hasn't been asleep and he's just doing cocaine for like yeah. <laughs> day. I don't know what it is about this, like how he looks now, but he just looks like he just sleeps for like three minutes a day and just does coke to stay awake. <laughs> he um, hangs out. He hangs out with Santos Escobar. Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah, Santos is a supplier. He's got that good shit <laughs> across the board. Uh, but no, I thought this was a great interview. Finn, Finn giving Cal props. You know, he's like, he's not a best kept secret. Like, the business watches me, but I watch the business, and I've been watching Kyle and all this other fuck shit. Uh, I get it. Whatever. I think they're going to tear the house down. This is 
This or Priest and Johnny, I think, is going to be match of the night. Um, Finn really doesn't have bad matches. Uh, you know, Kyle has had great tag team matches, but now he's going to be by himself, so I think he can have a really great match. Uh, but this, this is a great, great, great interview with these two guys. Well, Bretsky, give uh, Kyle O'Reilly's Cameron Grimes impression a grade since you are the expert at it. Well, on a scale of 0 to 10, yeah, I would give his rating a 5 out of 10. <laughs> because that was, listen, hey. It's, a, it's five, step, five steps to the moon. If 10 is the moon, yeah. it's five steps to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Even though, listen, even when Grimes is not on our TV, you're a boy. Fine, Gavin Grimes still finds his way into each segment. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, this is great. The whole night, make it, this, is the, this is the month of tag team guys getting title shots. Jey Uso, the butcher. The butcher. Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> oh, fuck. I didn't realize that. I, I, I this it, it's weird. I don't know how to feel about it, but I uh, fuck tag team. Like Everybody's singles now. Yeah, <laughs> fuck tag team. Exactly. Yeah, um, yeah I uh, the, the the idea of just building Kyle O'Reilly up from from essentially a tag team guy to a viable contender um, is great. Uh, this is a great interview. The the Cam Grimes impression, the Irish impression, all great. Uh, I don't know who the heel is in this. I don't know who the face is in this, but I'm excited for this match because it's going to be the match of the night, in my opinion. Well, up next, we get the main event. The Garganos versus Damian Priest and Io Shirai. Like Cesar said earlier about the entrance, I thought that was pretty cool. They both took their coats off and charged the ring. Uh, Priest and Io dominate. What was that? I was talking about the graphics, how... When he came out and he shot the arrow, he shot it and it immediately went to EO's entrance. Like instead of hitting Damian Priest on the wall, when he shot the arrow at the Titan Tron, EO's uh, fucking music dropped and the Titan Tron went EO Shirai. Yeah, can you cool. imagine their sex? Yeah. He would wreck that pussy, oh, dude. Nah. He would wreck that. I don't that know, shit. man. That bitch crazy, bro. That bitch got that crazy Japanese box rocker, bro. That. <laughs> <laughs> that vice grip, that vice grip, tight on a dick. You know what I mean? She probably having busting in a minute, doing the over the moon solid on top of his dick, on the top of the dick. Oh, oh yeah. fucking line drive. Fucking hit her with the trouble in paradise, except he hits the dick in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Priest and EO dominate the beginning. EO even stands on Priest's shoulders and flies out of the ring onto the Garganos. Uh, we get the famous commercial pick and pick. Candice gets the upper hand on EO. After Gargano blocks a 619 with his body, uh, Priest showing off his strength, manhandling Gargano with a launching Falcon Arrow. I like that. That was pretty cool. EO mm-hmm. had the crossface locked in. Gargano yanks EO off of her. EO nails Gargano with the over the moonsault, not on his dick. Priest yeah. was setting up Gargano for the reckoning, but then Candace kicks him in the nards with the ref distracted. Mm-hmm. EO tackles Candace. As Gargano but... hits the final beat, DDT pin for the win. EO goes to confront Gargano, and she eats a backstabber from Candice. The Gargano stand tall, Bresky. What did you think of the main event of this week's NXT? NXT. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I liked it. 
I don't fucking NXT is the only place I can do mixed tag matches that I enjoy. Um, yeah, the the, ta- like the the even from the entrance, like Cesar was saying of the the arrow into Io Shirai, that was badass. Uh, they obviously Candice and John, you're gonna look like a unit because they are. Uh, but uh, Damien, uh, uh, Priest, and Shirai looked like a unit as well, which is really cool to see. They meshed well together. Um, the whole like the ending was great because not, all of them still look fine. They it doesn't hurt anybody. This match, this ending, I was very intrigued to see this as the main event, but I am not mad. This is the main event. Not every main event needs to be like a, a thirty minute one on one clinic. This furthered the story. It generates intrigue, and it was still pretty damn good. So I, I they, they did a very good job with this main event. Um, I want to start <laughs> off. Oh wait, uh, Caesar, did you think that um? The Gargano standing tall spells doom for the Garganos at takeover. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I think it spells doom for one of them. I see. Whoa. I see. Um you will hear which one in predictions, but uh I thought this was a phenomenal match. I did like the way they spice it up, how like uh you know Candace was hit in the corner and then uh, gar- then um, Priest threw Johnny in the corner and hit him, and then uh, Io went for the knees and Johnny rolled out the way. And then he was like, "Oh my God, Candice, you got hit with the knees. I'm sorry, sorry, baby." <laughs> Which led to the splash outside. Uh, yeah, I thought how like you know they they mixed it up to where Johnny took some heat from Io for Candice, uh, took the moonsault and all that other fuckery. I thought it was good. It was a yeah, it was a great blend for tag team wrestling. And uh, NXT has been killing that lately. Um, when they do do that, they they do it great. Uh, it's just I think I think it's just the talent. Everybody's meshing well down there. Um, it was a great match. Yeah. By the way, great main event. By the way, Cesar, compare the main events for Christ's sake. AEW's oh, horrific. Wow. Main All right. Event. If, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna call I'm gonna call an old nemesis because if if you got to count one to ten, steps to the moon, baby. Then the AE dub gets two steps to the moon, but NXT, you're getting like seven or eight steps to the moon. It was way, way better for a tag match, a mixed tag match. I never say this. A mixed tag match for a one on one with the heavyweight title on the line blew the water out of. Yeah, like it just makes no sense. You have an okay tag team guy who got gassed early <laughs> with a guy who the number one wrestler. And they, is that deserving now? Because if you're the number one wrestler, you should be able to bring up anybody and have a phenomenal match with. You should be able to wrestle a paper bag in the ring and have a phenomenal match. Did not happen. Did not happen. But you have a mixed tag match where everybody got their shit in, everybody got over, and it still put intrigue for two separate singles title matches on Sunday. I'm just saying, you can, you can look at it yourself and do the math. Uh, that tag match blew out NXT blew out AEW in the main event this week. That's all I got to say about that. Um, before we make our official NXT takeover predictions, uh, Bretsky and I were talking about the possibility of them adding matches tomorrow morning or even later yeah. today. Um, do you guys want to discuss those first? Do you want to do Holland versus uh, Grimes? Just like a just in case. Yeah, yeah, put it in there just in case. Um, yeah, yeah, just add it to predictions. Holland. What are the matches we yeah, thinking about? What was the other one, Bretsky? 
Uh, they might do Rhea versus Raquel. Rhea versus Straight oh, yeah. Wait, how many matches are on the card right now for AEW? Five. NXT. Before those two. Yeah. Every NXT, yeah, you know what I mean. Every NXT five. I mean, that's usually their limit, though. Yeah, that's well, they do. They they might add a pre-show one, uh, maybe. Maybe, but yeah, usually they would usually usually take over have five matches and that's it. It's like a good. They span it out with like so many commercials and shit. And they're always good, even though there's only five. They have plenty of time five, to breathe. Yeah. 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 But I mean, let's add them anyway, just in case yeah, they do yeah, do yeah, a pre-show. Yeah. Or uh, okay, uh, Rio versus Straight Sonya. We'll go with Bretsky since you uh, enlightened us. What were your thoughts? Um, I ha- if that match happens, I have Raquel going over on Rio, and I think that that builds Raquel Gonzalez as a viable a viable option uh, when they eventually split her and Dakota up, and it could lead to Rio going to the main roster and turning heel because she's too pissed off about losing to Raquel Gonzalez. But I, I, if that match happens, I would have Raquel going over. Cesar. Uh, I also pick that. I don't think it'd be like Rhea's last match. Um, oh, no, no, not Rhea, last match. I'm you saying said, like in the said, future. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see it. But you said going up because, you know, you always lose your last match when you go up. Um, but I also pick Raquel. Like, Raquel needs a big win. Uh, it would put her, I guess, in the Mercedes Martinez spot because, like, I feel like Rhea and Mercedes could have got way more than what they had, but, you know, retribution and fuck shit. So they want her. They, they, see, they see Mercedes as a great talent. Um, but I do see Raquel going over if they're going to fight. Um, yeah. Um, I'll just pick Rhea because she, uh, that bitch needs some wins. Ever since WrestleMania, she hasn't been on the rocket ship to the moon like she was. So I'll just pick Rhea Ripley because of that. Yeah, she got a big win over Mercedes, though. The cage match, main event, big win. That's one victory that matters uh, over a period <laughs> of six months. So I'll give her this one. Up next, Ridge Holland versus Fine Cameron Grimes. Cesar, who's winning? Well, you got a fifty. You got a fifty-fifty book. It Cameron Grimes won on the DQ. Ridge Holland wins the regular match. Then Cameron Grimes will force the third match, and we'll see where we go from there. But I'm gonna give if it's a regular match, Ridge. Ridge actually needs a win. Do I even need to ask Bretsky? No. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to say that if it happens on TakeOver, it's not going to actually happen. It's going to be Ridge coming out for his entrance and Grimes attacks him from behind and sets up a no DQ or hardcore or no holds barred match going at at the next TakeOver. Okay, so your vote is no contest. Yeah, I'm going to no contest. I didn't even think about that shit. Contest. Bretsky. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts to not go with a fine Cameron Grimes uh, for every match. Just to be different, I'll pick Cameron Grimes due to some fuck shit setting up uh, mm. uh, an actual match, like Bretsky said, for later. I like the way you think, man. Okay, now I like let's get to the think. official card in no particular order. I just wrote them down. Possibly the show stealer, NXT Cruiserweight Champion, Salus Escobar. Very swerve, baby. Uh, Cesar. Swerve, huh? Uh, yeah, I got, I got to go. Passenger fifty seven, Wesley Snipes on this. Always bet on black. Uh, I mean, Swerve is technically lost to Escobar every time the title's on the line, but Swerve still pins him in the way. I know it's new. I know it's still kind of new with Escobar in the title, but yeah, I gotta go. 
I got to go black, don't crack on this one. I got to go swerve just for the fuckery. Uh, so that's my pick. Swerve for the win. Oh, absolutely, Santos. I think um, as much as I love Swerve, San- Esca- Santos Escobar needs to have an extremely long title reign because um, I see big things for Elegado del Fantasma. Um, and if they're not going to have uh, those guys be tag champs, then they need to have Santos Escobar have an extremely long and and dominant and he- he- heelishly dominant reign, so he can move on up the card and on just better, bigger and better titles going forward. Whether it's an NXT or on Raw or SmackDown, so I have Santos Escobar winning. We almost winning made it a whole episode, Caesar, without Bretsky saying El Degado del Fantasma. <laughs> Fantasma. Um, I was, yeah, a whole fucking shit. Yeah, uh, due to some fuck shit. I mean, you got to imagine the Brown Order is going to be out there, and uh, fuck shit ensues. Yeah. Uh, up next, Kushida versus yeah. the Velveteen Seas. No, Velveteen Dream. Bretsky, you go first, my friend. <laughs> Who's taking this? So when Andy and I were talking about it, um, it, it it's very tough. This was a very, very tough one. Um, because it could go really either way. I wouldn't be surprised with either either person winning. I'm going to go with Dream by the very like the slimmest of margins. I'm going to have Dream win. And maybe it pushes Kushida over the edge. And he turns him heel or makes him super vicious. I don't know. Uh, but, or maybe he goes and comes to Dexter because he needs someone to teach him the ways of how to win. I don't know. But I'm going to have Dream win by the That's of margins. But I, I didn't even Kushida think about that. Uh, having Velveteen win and then Kushida like, loses his goddamn mind. Cesar, uh, what do you think is going to happen? Mm. <laughs> you see, I think that. The dream will come out on top. I haven't been winning lately on pay-per-views, but I've been known to tear the house down. And you, Kushida, you may be more vicious, but you're not stronger or better than me, <laughs> the coon dream. Uh, I also think the dream's going over. He hasn't been winning at takeovers lately. Um, he lost He lost the coal. He lost the ladder match. He needs a big win. This is a good time match. I think it'll be a great match. Also, another damn fucking oh yeah. You know what? You can't pick which match is gonna be like a surprise to take over because this could be fucking phenomenal as well. Um, so I think old Kun Bait is gonna win. Uh, is gonna win the match here. I think Kushida's gonna have a great showing. And uh, yeah, like Bretsky said, this is gonna like put him over as a heel. Put him over as being more, more vicious, more tenacious, more. He's gonna fuck people up more. But uh, I think the old dream. You know, I'm, I might be alone gonna, on uh, this spot this here. It's NXT Takeover 31. I I say it lacks a lot of pomp and circumstance because you know how usually the takeovers they make a huge deal about it. There's like uh, impressive graphics and they have a yeah, tag yeah, yeah. for it and everything. This one's kind of like a generic mm-hmm. NXT takeover 31. Like they didn't really put that much thought into it. So I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the fuck shit. They shot the loader, I'm gonna say that <laughs> Kushida wins by DQ because Velveteen Dream just like. Basically shits the bed, hits him with the chair. It's gonna be uh, a continuation, 
maybe onto a, a future Ooh. takeover that's a bigger Ooh. deal, in my opinion. But uh, up next, the NXT Women's right. Champion, Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae Cesar. The sexy little Asian bunny, or are we getting the poison pixie coming out on top? I called this with my friend at work a month ago. And I'm going to stick to it. I think it's Candace. I think Candace gets her first real big win. She gets her first title run. Um, you know, he's been a great champ, but she's had like mad title defenses in the short reign that she's had, which is usually weird. Um, she what? She just won it in like June, but she's had like six or seven title defenses. Um, I don't. Uh, the sad part is I don't want to see her run in because she's doing a great job as champ. But I think they're going with Candice to try to build her up to like maybe like a Johnny type level since they are married and couple and they want to keep them together. Um, Johnny's already established that he's Johnny Takeover. I think this is like, you know. I don't think they're called Candace Takeover, but I think she's going to get the win here. It's my wild card pick. Uh, yeah, wild card, wild card. I think I think uh, I think old Pixie pulls it out on some fuckery. Maybe uh, maybe Johnny comes out to help or not. Uh, but I think it's some fuckery here. I think the old Pixie finally uh, finally gets her time to shine. This is, uh, this is even closer for me than the the Kushida match. I'm gonna go with Io, and you're gonna and I'll and you'll understand this better when I when I say my pick for the Priest uh, Johnny match. But I think that um I think that this will I'll I, I'll explain my theory after the after the Johnny the Johnny uh, Priest match. But I think that this leads to something big with with Johnny and Candice. But I think Candice loses. I think Io well, retains uh, over Candice, and it leads to something later on. I think well. I think if Tegan was still wrestling, I think Candice would definitely hundred percent win. I think that would be a plan. Yeah, they would want to set up Tegan Candice, and that's when Tegan would get the title. Um, I just yeah. don't know if they're still going to pull that trigger with Tegan being out. Um, but I want to say that they're still Candace, maybe give Candice right? a shot. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's still, it's still Candace. I, I was thinking, well, I was thinking this a month ago. I was thinking this, you know, especially when they wanted to have the dinner. And I was like, you know, Candace is coming up. She's getting a lot of wins. Um, then they had the dinner. And I was like, yeah, this is definitely a big feud between Candace and Tegan. And since they're so over on Tegan, they would want to put the belt with it. But they're not going to give Tegan the belt over EO because she already lost. They would give it to Candace, build a proper feud, and then. So then I didn't know her ACL was tore up. I just like, oh, Candace attacks her. So Tegan can't be in the, you know, the battle royal. Candace wins the battle royal. She wins the title. Even if this is like, even if I thought they were going to have a fake injury where she's just out for a couple weeks, like some Sasha Banks shit. But when she comes back, they start a real feud for the next takeover. And then it would be Tegan and Candace. And I don't know whether what they would do with that. But I'm still voting Candace. I'm still voting that. Hey, you know, we had the future plan, but that's the future. It can always change. So, so let's still give you your shot I and let you run myself, with it. This is really, uh, are there Garganos coming out on top or are they not? Because at the end of uh, this week's NXT, we saw the Garganos standing tall. And WWE formula, that usually means that they're going right. to lose. 
So that's why it's a, really a coin toss in my brain. Right. Because if I pick EO this match, then right. that means I'm going to pick Damien in the Gargano match. If I pick Candice, that means I'm going to pick Johnny right. because I believe it'll be either or. I don't I don't know if one but, will win and one won't. But, yeah. So, oh, yeah. fuck. You know what? Mm-hmm. No, I'm beat, but it was Johnny who got the pin. So that's why I'm picking mm-hmm. Candace now. It was Johnny who got the pin. Yes, they both won, but it was Johnny who delivered the final beat to Priest. Yeah, you know, I, I, I WWE booked it in my head myself. I was like, yeah, they're not standing tall. But it was Johnny who got the win. Candace looked weak still against EO. So I feel like she's going to have the fuckery to well, win. Then, I don't, you know yeah, what? I'm still I picking Candace. I'm going to go ahead and make yeah. both my picks right now. I'm going to pick uh, EO to retain. And then I'm picking Damien to retain. So that's the, the next match. Johnny Gargano versus Damien Priest for the North American Championship. Uh, Bretsky, who do you got coming out on top? Gargano or Priest? Priest. And I'll explain now what I was going to say earlier. I think that both Garganos lose. And you can also hear me if you want a, a cheap plug right here. If you want to want to hear me talk more about this uh maybe in some different terms um from a different time period you can hear me on the still real pregame whenever andy posts that on andy with an eye on youtube but i digress i think that both garganos will lose um and it leads to some kind of strife some marital strife oh shit (laughs) and it leads to a divorce angle where and and eventually candace on her own is more successful and she turns back babyface because they need babyfaces in that division, and she's a great babyface. Wow, Bresky just dropped like a three-month story mm-hmm. angle on us, Caesar. What do you think? What do you think's gonna happen? Yeah, true, true. I also think Priest is gonna win, um, but like I said, I think it'll be different because like Candice will win, and Johnny will lose. So I think it's more of time for. Candace says when she first came in, been supporting Johnny when they were faces and he was getting all the titles. Now that they're heels, it's going to be Johnny supporting Candace when she gets her first title reign and just a role reversal just to build her up because she's been putting her work in. Um, she's been doing the diligence. Yeah, she's been the baby face for a while. So I think it's just a role reversal when they're faces. It's all about Johnny. Now he became Johnny Takeover. He never gives up and he, he won his all titles and his accolades. And now that uh, their heels, and she came with him. It's her turn to shine in the family, get her shit up, uh, and he's gonna be super part of her. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's a heel, so he's always gonna have a reason to be like, man, Priest didn't beat me. Like I, I slipped on a rope when he hit me with that fucking Trouble in Paradise fuck shit, which led to the reckoning. And oh, he cheated. He hit me on the hardest part of the he ring. Hit me with all right, the yeah, yeah, you know, or he did something outside, and the ref should have destroyed. I fell. Eo came out. They fucked. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see how big his dick was because he got a huge bush, and then you know, some nine-inch monster <laughs> hit me in the eye, and it was dick sweat, so I couldn't see. My eyes were blurry on the mat, and uh, he had some. He had some hot tub juice. Hot tub juice in his pocket. He cheated. Uh, I was blind. It was, it was skeeting hot tub juice. I don't know what it was. Uh, yeah, he fujied me with hot tub juice. Uh, so I think it's just a reversal of that. Um, it's time for Candace to shine. 
It's time for Johnny to build her up. And then eventually they probably can both get there. Um, if it's not North American, it, it could be heavyweight. Um, they both could get there one, at one point because, I mean, a Finn and Johnny match could be also great. And that's where maybe Candice will come back out again and, you know, help cheat for him or some fuck shit. Or maybe it's a three-way with Ciampa and, you know, she's going to come back out and Ciampa's going to be like, nah, bitch, I'm prepared. I got a cup on too. You ain't kicking me in the dick. Uh, so we all think that's where I'm figuring on that. Okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I think it's too early for Prince to lose. NXT champion event. Kyle O'Reilly. Man, I am so fucking ah. You know, uh, you know what, uh, Cesar, you go first. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know, man. I honestly don't know. I think the fact that Kyle broke the fourth wall that nobody loses on their first defense makes me want to pick this guy. Makes me want to pick him. Yeah. And then we talking about the evolution angle. Makes me want to pick him as well. Are we gonna have to? But get they, are they really gonna do Finn like that? Like I, no, I, I literally He's don't know Jake's where brother is. I'd have to find a new coin. I don't know where. <laughs> he probably is. He's probably plugging away. Oh, fuck boy. Probably you know <laughs> giving her the old Triple H treatment, spitting a wheel on her butt, giving her the old sledge. Oh. <laughs> I honestly, honestly. Do not know. I might have to go with this old See, uh, license. Brett, are you as conflicted uh, as we are? Because I, I might seriously, I, God, I could, I could say Finn because he's so dominant and stuff. But the, yeah, and, and then like we said about just got the title with Kyle O'Reilly, it's just too good. And then he said the line that nobody loses on the first uh, defense. Like uh, Finn don't need it to be Finn. But then Finn yeah, needs it to be Finn. Like, it's so weird. This is the first time I can honestly say a guy does not wait and minute, does need the title Brett, all at the same time. Tell me who Andy picked. Yeah, you want me, me to tell you? who Andy picked. Or do you want, do you want, do you want to find out? Um, I mean, Greer, you got to bleep this out oh, then. For sure. I can you can't be like out. spoiling the pregame if it's not out. Not edit it out, just like bleep it or so. Have one long bleep when he says Andy Pick. I don't, I don't know if you can do that. Okay, well then edit it out. Yeah. Oh no! Wait, 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 wait. Just be like, tell me who Andy picked, and then we'll just edit it out, and then he'd be like, "I'll look at it right now." Oh yeah, yeah, do that. (laughs) So anyway, since there's no dead silence, I will talk to you about the streets. So in the streets. When you out here beating them guts, make sure you have one or two things. One, a ride to that bitch's house from Uber. <laughs> two, a plan B omelet. Buy the shirt on shop.com. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's, uh, that's surprising. All right. Uh, I know you. I know you could have edited that whole silence out, but I just felt like I should say some dumb shit anyway, just to give the people, just to give the people, won't they God, walk? Ain't that what you say, Excalibur? Some want. dumb trash like that. So, did you come to a decision, Caesar? 
Fuck no, I'm about to flip this license for real. You think I'm playing? Go for it, man. <laughs> Brought the license. Uh, right, Bretsky, you go first. All Face right, Mangaria, pick the rules. Face up is who? Yep. And barcode is Kyle O'Reilly? All right, Bretsky, you go first. I'm going to flip it as soon as you're done. Um, I, I'm going to go with this. I'm going with all the same picks I picked uh, on the pregame. I'm going with Finn Ballard retaining. Um, but I'm also going that Kyle O'Reilly puts up a very valiant effort and comes very close. And basically Cole's like, oh, no, buddy, it's okay. You know, <laughs> you tried your best. A for effort. And then Kyle was like, no, fuck you. And then, be- then Kyle O'Reilly takes over as the leader of Undisputed Era. Cole and O'Reilly have a match. O'Reilly wins. Adam Cole goes up to Raw SmackDown. Wow. And Undisputed Era sees our word land. That's what I'm going with. That's a good. The license is spoken, and the license likes Finn. License likes old Finn. I like Bretsky's theory right there. It's all that's all good. Maybe, uh, maybe old Cole and uh, AJ could club it up on SmackDown or Raw and get some tag titles. You see, my um, my, uh, my I would like that. Previous uh, so, observation from earlier: how this NXT takeover doesn't have as much pomp and circumstance lead me to believe that Finn will retain and continue his dominant run until uh, somebody else comes up. I love Bretsky's scenario. Uh, it's, it's, it's too good to pass up. I, I think we're unanimous on Damian Priest and Finn Balor uh, winning at this NXT TakeOver. But you know what I miss, guys? You know what I miss? What we used to do? We don't do it anymore. I, maybe just because we forgot. But we we used to do our tripod prop bet. What do you miss? We pick out one thing we hope happens. I'll go first. Oh yeah. Oh the Uh, random shit. Yeah. But yeah, I hope that the God of Goats makes an appearance at NXT Takeover Thirty One in some fashion. He comes out, uh, does something weird, or he's in the audience beating off like he used to do. I want to see the God of Goats make a cameo at yeah. NXT TakeOver. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, 80, 20, right? 80, you realize that WWE has to take a portion of those profits. Yeah, yeah. 80, 80, 20. <laughs> uh, damn, but I now I can see the God of Goats just coming out and staring at Kushida and stopping him for one second, and that's what helps the dream get the win. And then they become a tag team. And then they become a tag team and win tag team gold. Uh, Fuck it. I mean, he can can come out twice. If they have the match with Ridge Holland and Cameron Grimes, he can come out there or he can come save his pal the dream. Against the God of Goats. So it will be something different. What do you say, Bretzky? You're putting more words in my mouth than I have teeth, Mangria, because I will never vote against the God of Goats unless it's with the fine one himself, fine Cameron Grimes. But my my prop bet does not involve fine Cameron Grimes. It does not involve the God of Goats, Dexter Loomis, but it does involve Mr. Dencher, Timothy Thatcher. My prop bet is that after Kushida loses in the Valiant effort, the camera pan. All of a sudden, Gushita's lying on the floor, mad at himself. You see a hand. All of a sudden, the camera pans up. 
it's Timothy Thatcher lending Ooh, Kushida nice. a hand. Kushida Tim is Thatcher the first denter. That is my Kushida, the nice. dentures begin. All right, so two That's votes nice. for the God of Goats. Tim Thatcher appearance. Oh, yeah. I like the it, dentures. fellas. I like it. Now, on to the announcement. The announcement is, this is the last tripod beer one. It's been 10 weeks. 10 weeks has flown by already, gentlemen. No! Because starting next week, the After Party Hangover Tripod Sessions return via Zoom meeting. So you get to see our ugly mugs whenever we uh, do our uh, spew our fuck shit. But uh, this has been awesome. Uh, the beer runs was uh, a great idea. Uh, we'll, we'll still continue to do all the things you guys like just in tripod uh, format, tripod sessions format. You, after party hangover, you mean? So te- technically, this was the reunion of the tripod sessions because beer runs, we usually did Raw, NXT, AEW, and SmackDown. But we just I forgot did about SmackDown again. God NXT damn it. and AEW this week. <laughs> You no, no, Raw, the guys cover Raw. No, you literally forgot about Raw as well. I, I don't like, do that, but then I end up forgetting SmackDown. Do you guys want to do SmackDown right now? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a dumbass. That's a, like, so when you started and you just went deeply into like AEW, I was like, oh, we're not yeah. doing highlights. I was, I was like, too. I'm like, oh fuck! I thought we were doing that next. Week. Yeah, I thought we were doing that it's highlights. Usually, I thought we were doing this next week because I didn't take any notes. So WNXT, I'll just break it down with you guys. But then I forget all about SmackDown. So fuck it, let's do it now. Uh, let's dive into some SmackDown right. highlights. So I understand. So 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 for but but for tripods next week. So yes. that means we're taking notes Sunday and and we're giving uh, pretzel ratings. Taking notes about. Uh, all right, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NXT, yeah, yeah. Uh, SmackDown highlights. AEW and fuck shit. Yeah, and NXT. Uh, what was your yeah. highlight of yeah. this past SmackDown? <laughs> I got the Rona. Um, the Rona. Damn. You all right, man? You fucking alive? The Rona. Uh, SmackDown highlights. Uh, I did like that AJ Styles came. Or no, AJ Styles promo on Jey Uso was definitely... Was definitely one of them. He said, "Well, who's got the most chicken bones at the end of the night? Is that important, bruh? <laughs> bruh, AJ Styles getting real southern and racist had me fucking crying." He's like, Dude, "Does it really matter who sits at the head of the table, huh? Huh? Does it really matter who's got much chicken bones at the end of the night, huh? Come on, man, it doesn't matter." Uh, <laughs> AJ Styles, and then they had a great match. AJ Styles and Jey Uso had a great match. I will say the ladies look hey, fine. Hey, hey, uh, Sasha came out. Are you gonna take all that shit she had on looking great. Well, that's too bad. Bretzky, it's your turn. What's yeah, your well, I don't give a shit. Down? I just said the ladies look great. <laughs> Lucky Benz looked hot when she was crazy. I said it. She did. Alexa Bliss did look hot when she was crazy. Um, but my even though we all knew it, it was Carmella. My highlight is that Carmella mm. was finally revealed as mm-hmm. a mystery woman. Mm. Because... Those those vignettes were really cool, um, and I'm hoping this basically means that Carmella is essentially like a fashion model stripper kind of thing. Yeah, buddy. Um, which I don't. I'm guessing is a thing. Um, uh, I I I'm also. I hope she stays on SmackDown 
because that women's division severely needs it. Um, so does Raw, but that the SmackDown division severely needs a legit a, a former champion, a legit contender. I'm glad that they finally revealed it was Carmella. I'm glad they didn't do one of those things where Vince is like, "Oh, they all think it's Carmella." I'll swerve them, even though it was Carmella. Ha ha! That'll show them. Uh, Such good good shit, shit. pal. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what what it holds. I'm I'm intrigued because because Carmella Carmella's character was fine. Yeah. So it's interesting to see what they're gonna do because if she wasn't getting she wasn't getting stale or shit was with truth was funny, she could have easily turned heel. So I'm mm-hmm. very intrigued to see where it goes. I'm happy. I'm happy she's back. Uh, fresh face in the women's division. Uh, uh, my we'll highlight see, we'll see where is uh, going to be real quick. Smackdown. Just the the notion that Kevin Owens is going to fight the Fiend next week means that hopefully when uh, Fiend murders him, that Kevin Owens will change and be a badass whatever, whichever show he lands on. I want Kevin Owens' character oh, to yeah. change again. so bad yeah, because of the way they've been treating him lately. He needs that old uh, fiend touch to uh, re-energize his yeah. fucking character. Mm-hmm. And we all know Cesar loves fiend matches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout, shout out to Chris Zank, who's going to get the popcorn ready <laughs> for this six minutes of bullshit next week. But, yeah. Uh, shout shout as out soon to as him. He, as soon as he sent that. As soon as he sent that. Whether or not I agree with him or I agree with Cesar, I'm not going to say. You agree with me. You agree with me. Don't even lie. You agree with me. Don't even lie. In my mind, my first thing I thought was, oh, when Cesar opens this message. (laughs) Yeah, get your popcorn ready. Bitch, that match is going to be over before the popcorn's fucking done. Get the fuck out of here. Put that shit in the microwave when the yeah. match starts. I guarantee the, the microwave. The microwave's gonna beep. You're gonna go get the popcorn. Also, you see one, yeah, two, two, three, ding, 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 ding. Fiend walking out. Hey, what if bow, we had bow, 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 bow. Get the fuck out of here. Some fucking popcorn. Yeah, yeah, if he has a dog collar, hey, that's gonna be great. I'm gonna have something to look at instead of that. I have something to look at instead of that shitty ass match that is about to be. Get the fuck out of here. Well, two of my favorites is get my popcorn ready. The tripod beer run, Caesar. Tell the people your plugs. Uh, you know, Caesar out here in them streets, Julius underscore Caesar dropping memes. I've been slacking this week, just been working too much. I'm gonna get back at it. Uh, dropping random shit for the streets, you know. Also, follow that ignorant fool, uh, brother quarter. Brother B R O T H underscore quarter. If you're a hot chick, he'll follow you back. If not, Bretsky, yeah, you ain't catching it. Roll out your <laughs> scroll of plugs. <laughs> oh boy. So, you can, guys, I mentioned uh, Sprout who got this podcast. You can find uh, Andy with an eye on, 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 on YouTube. I mean, um, the still real pregame. Talking about uh, Bound for Glory or Impact Wrestling. Talking about NXT Takeover 31. I was on it. Uh, I believe Six Adams on it. He's got his wife. He's got his son. Everyone's on it. It's a lot of fun. Definitely go check it out on Andy with an eye on YouTube. Go check out. I'm angry. I'll plug it later. APBW's Social Media Mayhem, where I get to beat the fuck out of After Party Jake and take back my decent championship. Uh, uh, my decent championship. That. It's really my decent championship, but go ahead. You well, can... you know, well, that's neither here nor there, Cesar. Uh, um, but I got to beat the fuck out of him in a Hell in a Cell match, a bar mitzvah mayhem Hell in a Cell match, might I add. So definitely go check out uh, that pay-per-view, all of APBW's content on Mangria Fueled on YouTube. 
Um, you can follow me on Instagram at the great Bretsky 99. You can also follow my podcast. That's right. I have a podcast because everyone does now follow my podcast on Instagram at the podcast. That's at T H E F A U X P O D dot C A S T for any updates about audio, new episodes, all that fun shit. You can follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple podcast, Google podcast, anchor. You got just search the faux pod drop every Wednesday. It was just me bullshitting for about an hour with my friends. Mangria was on there. Jake was on there. Cesar is going to be on well, there. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. As for myself, thank Go you, Bretsky, for really plugging APPW. It. He is correct. Social Media Mayhem uh, should be out today. If it's not, it's because of my phone. Uh, <laughs> also, um, <laughs> it's not uh, because of today, the phone. My Xbox falls uh, asleep. A guest for After Party Hangover episode 59. That also should be up later. <laughs> Oh, Christ, it's going to be a long day. Uh, also, this is, like I said, the last beer run. The tripod sessions return next week. Brother Quarter is not going to close us out. So, gentlemen, let's raise a glass for our 10 weeks on the beer runs and end this show with an all hail the tripod beer runs. <laughs>